When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Episode 75. You know what? I miss penis. Are you a boner guy? What a dick. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. Please clap. Cuz. Please clap. Cuz a roo. Cuz a roo. Slap a rooney. It's showtime. W-A-A-T-P! W-A-A-T-P! Hello, Robert Dixon, Cousin Roos. Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts? The only show that was the original show to rip off Jocktober. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, pay up, it's Tab! Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> I know I said welcome back. I, got, I said welcome on my show. I'm I on know. your show now. I, I think I got to you too quickly there. You weren't ready yeah. for it. That's my fault. How you been, buddy? I'm great. How are you? Great. Great to have you back on the show. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, a voicemail number, link to our subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and the link to our Patreon Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. You can watch it live, watch the unedited, raw version of the show anytime you would like. We leave those up on YouTube for all of our subscribers. We do appreciate your support. Tickets are on sale for DabbleCon. WATPLive.com, February 3rd and 4th at the Comedy at the Carlson here in lovely Rochester, New York. You can join us for an entire weekend of Stuttering John Hilarity. We're going to have the Uncle Rico show. We're going to have Who Are These Podcasts. We have a whole stand-up showcase with Shuley, Bob Levy, Mike Morris, Anthony Cumia, Chrissy Mayer, Vinny Paulino, I believe, will be there. Myself, I'll be there. And uh, much, much more. So please go to WATPLive.com. To check that out. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review and have a podcast and then shit all over us in the comment section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Seek Treatment. This was a suggestion from Doug from the Jingles Department. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other beforehand. Let's get into it. It's a show hosted by Catherine Cohen and Pat Regan, two people who weren't on my radar, but maybe they should be, because wow, are they talented. <laughs> Yeah, talking about not on your radar, I had never heard of either of these people until the teaser last week and or on Wednesday's episode when you said, we're going to be listening to this. And I went and Googled it and was like, oh, oh, no. Can I read you from the description of their show something that's very off-putting to me? Please do. I read a bunch of descriptions, and they're all different, and they're all terrible. Seek Treatment is a playful, fun, and flirty podcast where beloved and criminally under-famous comedians Catherine Cohen and Pat Regan talk about boys, sex, dating, and love. Criminally under-famous comedians is how they describe themselves, Tab. Yes. These people need a lot of attention. Yes, yeah. correct. And a lot of what Catherine talks about, or Cat, Cat and Pat, a lot of what she talks about is how busy she is in her life and show business. It's, it, that, a lot of the conversation is around 
her on sets and doing hair and makeup and doing this. It's like, all right, we get it. You're super successful in show business. Yeah. You're the best. Great. Cool. One of the big things that they talked about on the episode I listened to was followers. They were just obsessed with like, we need follower accounts. We need, you know, I need to be more famous. And uh, so the Pat Regan, he was talking about how he wanted, he, they basically both want free stuff. They want followers. They want to be famous. So they get free stuff. Sure. Uh, because they're broken. And so he talks about uh, my clip six. He's like, he's talking about emailing a company to try and get freebies. What's yeah, it but I don't want to say what it is because I actually DM'd. So I DM'd them and was like, hey, because like they do sponsor some runners that are, um, have lower follower counts than me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, let me see if I could get this for free. Yeah, I got so it I for free. So I actually DM'd them, which I, I never, you have to Get it I to my friends for I free. DM them. Why is he saying this out loud, Tab? <laughs> and I also do not believe that he's never DM'd someone to try and get free shit. He obviously has. He's looking at the other people that are influencers for that brand and going, I have more followers than them. Yeah. I should be an influencer for this brand. Oh, that's uh, embarrassing. It, Ooh. it is so embarrassing. And then, uh, cat like they they spin off the thing about this show is that they're talking about nothing yes it's very hard to listen to because they're just kind of one of them has a thought and starts talking about it and then the other one has another thought yes and starts talking about something else and then that goes on for about 45 minutes and then the show is over right uh but she she does follow up on this conversation in my my clip seven talking about and she like leaves off with a very sinister warning to these companies and then they were like, we're going to check back in in the new year and see how we feel about it. And so I was like, okay, cool. But um, so I don't want to say who it is until like. Until they, they respond, they own up to what they did and they own up to their actions. And they hold themselves accountable. They're accountable to <laughs> Pat because he has followers to give him free things. In her mind, that's the way it works. They literally blew him off like you would blow off a chick you're not interested in. Like, oh, you know, I'm really busy this month, but, you know, check back with me in December. Maybe we can get something going. And she's like, well, that chick better fucking check back with you the next month. <laughs> it's like, well, no, they, they don't They don't want to work with you. Let's let it go. Yeah, their brains are, are broken. All right, so here's an example of them having two different conversations at the same time. This sounds to me like if I walked into a room and both people were on their phone having a conversation with different people. Yeah. Why am Wait, I, I dying? Why am I dying? Wait, I had... Do you know who I'm at? Hey. Who your um gorgeous friend introduced me to? Oh, okay. Megan Fahey. Megan No. Fahey. I, I it's very hard to follow this this show and understand what's going on. This is the show that kind of sums things up for me. And there's a lot of singing that goes on oh. because they're both performers. They're very much theater kids. Uh, I teased when I sent out the description of this show for people watching the live stream that the guy Pat Regan is an improv comedian, mm-hmm. which we'll get into in a minute. But there's something about improv comics and just people who need attention where they just are constantly singing things. Sing, I miss I miss getting a pa- I haven't had a patty melt in a long time. It's like a patty melt from Waverly Diner with a chocolate malt after the duplex with I know. Friends. Oh my God. That was that was that was been like things were good. Those were the days I love you. I'm going to text on this text. I'm sure I'm. Those were the days that everyone learns. Everybody gets high. Everybody gets low. What song is that? I missed that. It's Winding Road by Sheryl Crow. No, no, that's a different song. 
Although you can't attacked. tell from what they're saying. Oh, that's Everybody gets Every day is a one-night love. Every day is a one-night love. Is that the lyric? That's, that would be stupid for us. Talk about retarded. Talk about retarded. <laughs> they don't know any of the lyrics anything on here. It's so bad. And they, they sing constantly and Pat's a mumbler. And so, yes. and they're like, they'll start both singing the same song, but they're not singing at this. It's like a Patrick Michael Smule recording when they yes. start, start singing. <laughs> It is awful. So and a, they do it constantly. A follow up to that. So they they didn't know that every day is like a winding road is the lyric, which is actually the title of the fucking song. But he did understand that this song was used in car commercials. So I'm not sure why he thought car commercials were using it. If he thought it was every day is the one I love. That's in a lot of car commercials during its time. What I wouldn't give. To be in a car commercial. Who was I thinking that I wanted to be earlier? Um, My stomach feels absolutely fucked up. Fucked up from the... What's that phrase? Anyways, whatever. My stomach is doing bad, naughty things. My bruise is so beautiful, though. It looks like a galaxy. What are you doing this weekend? Do you shoot on the weekends? I hate this fucking show. Dude, (laughs) Catherine is devoid of a personality. She is. She has nothing going on. All she does is just go, oh, my God, I, I'm just out of it. I'm in the mood for pizza. right? Like Just random nonsense comes out of her mouth, and Pat's no better. So he's not helping things. He's not getting her on track at all. I, I liked your analogy that it's like walking into a room with two people talking <laughs> yeah. on the phone. Yeah. Because that's it felt like when your, your mom or your sister or your girlfriend is on the phone with their mom or sister or girlfriend or whatever, and you only kind of hear half the conversation, but and you're, you're in and out, but like you walk out, you go to the bathroom, you come back 90 seconds later, and they're talking about something completely unrelated to what they were talking about a moment before. And they just like, they inter- they're interrupting one another, they're talking over one another. Um, my clip one is the intro to the most recent episode. And so like your show, you know, the music fades out, you do the WATP, you say all your stuff, and then we, we talk. Like, that's, that's your show's normal intro. Yeah. On the crossovers with Dick, you do the yeah, and then mm-hmm. Dick does your normal WATP intro. They both do the intro to their show together like they haven't figured out who the fucking host of the show is. I, so, uh, play clip one. Yeah, they might want to have a conversation about this. Hey. Hey. It's Kuchu. It's, it's Patrick. Um, it's Patrick Regan. And, and this, this is, is Soik Treatment, a podcast about a podcast boys, sex, about boys fuck, sex, fucking dating. Fucking dating and love. And love. Only one of you needs to say that. Just. Also, I want to point out, because even in the theme song, this is the description of this show. Well, here's a podcast about boys sex, fucking dating and love. It's very confusing because... I believe what it is, it's about boys, comma, sex, comma, fucking, comma, dating, comma, and love. <laughs> but it says boys, sex, fucking, dating, and love. And I'm thinking it's boys, sex, fucking, dating, and love. Isn't That's that what I thought it was. Chili Peppers album? <laughs> it was her last good one. <laughs> well, here's a podcast about boys, sex, fucking, dating, and love. The, I wish the show song. was as fun as that song. Yeah, Holy shit. it gets a lot less fun with the saga. <laughs> well, no, the song is like a perfect encapsulation because it starts out, it has that like nice slapping first half, and then it, they just say seek treatment about 16 times yeah. for the back half of the song, which really eases you into the low energy. Hey. Yeah. 
So you mentioned that um, Pat is a bit of a mumble McGee. I have an example of that here. But if there's a way I can have a dresser be brought to me, and and I don't and, and full. If I, if it, if, it just, if, it, if there's a place where they full could bring clothes? a dresser to me, I'm a fucking mumbling, stuttering little fuck. You know that. And the thing about Pat is he was irritating me on the one episode I listened to where he was very high energy, very over-the-top flamboyant. Hey, this is how I talk. Well, watch out. Hey, I'm a gay guy. But even worse is low-energy vocal fry Pat, which you'll hear in this example. I'm sure that Los Angeles doesn't have a single diner for real girls. When I'm in Los Angeles, like my stand-in for diners for real girls is literally like um, tender greens, which I fucking love for some reason. <sighs> I've never been that low energy in my life. No. When I wake up in the morning, I'm not like, oh my God, I can't even today. And if you were, you wouldn't talk. R- correct. <laughs> There's a microphone in front of you, stupid. Yeah. And it's like you're excited yeah. about it. I don't understand why this needs to be a podcast. Like, I, I get it. They're friends. They want to, like, catch up and, and chat and gossip yes. once a week. Just, like, fucking do that. Just call each other on Zoom and don't put it out into the world. Well, this is the reason why they do this, because both of their egos need to be fed Every day. Constantly. Very important that they get their egos fat in that. Actually, I think this is the episode that you'll see, the most recent one, where Catherine, right out of the gate, needs a compliment. All I'm going to say really quick is the guy who thinks I look like shit on TikTok is going to have a field day because I look even worse than I've ever looked I before. I kind of like it. I kind of oh like it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I look so oh bad today. God. What? Oh you think God. I look amazing? Uh-huh. <sighs> Also, the idea that there's one guy on TikTok who says she looks like shit and that's what's in her mind when they start the show. I wouldn't show my hand like that if I were you, Kat. You're going to get a lot Uh, more people telling you you look like fucking shit if they don't bother you so much. She does look like shit. She looks like (laughs) a big, like, she looks like a sponge crammed into a latex glove. I mean, (laughs) that's gross. (laughs) I, I actually have an example of her describing her disgusting, awkwardly shaped body and trying to make it cute. Okay, my friend's plugging in. I'm going to tell y'all that yesterday I got this kooky bruise on my ass ass slash hip. In my mind, my hips are kind of like extended ass because my ass is secretly sort of like small and flat, but my hips are massive. So my hips are just my... what I call my extended ass and on my extended ass I got this crazy bruise yesterday from uh, failing to jump correctly on a piano oh god stars are are just like us what does that mean stars are just like us I don't know I think she's trying to say that she's a star she is because she says that in her in her stand-up special it she's like she does the Chad Zumok thing where she's trying to be like self-deprecating and relatable, but then also because the special is called like Catherine Cohen plot twist. She's actually gorgeous. She's not. Right. And, <laughs> and but in the thing, she's like she bounces back and forth from being self-deprecating about how disgusting she is to then being about how like hot and amazing and so great everything in her life is. And she's a lot like that in the show, too. Yeah. And it just it doesn't work because you're not relatable as a normal person and you're not relatable you're not like interesting for being famous because i don't really know why you're famous please clap (laughs) (laughs) so i watched the trailer to her netflix special did we mention she has a netflix special she has a netflix special yeah i watched the trailer to this 
And it's one of those things. She comes out. There's a piano player there. And she's telling jokes. And she's dancing. And she's singing. She doesn't do any of those things well. But that's the goofy part of it. That, hey, look at me. I get up and I dance mm. and I sing. And this is what irritated me about both of these retards. That, you know, and, and that's sort of to, re- to cross-reference. That's sort of giving, like, he was on my... I was on my own. Did you know that? Oh, yeah, yeah totally. <laughs> yes, it's like, it's like this 1950s shit they want from me, you know? Nope. I don't know what you're talking about, sir. Please stop singing. <laughs> Please stop singing. <laughs> I would really appreciate it if you stopped singing. <laughs> the, the Her stand-up special is, uh, so it starts out, I watched... I watched a portion of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. I watched the beginning and then I try I went to go find the final joke. You know, most like real comedians build to a final joke. Sure. Closer. Not Catherine Cohen. No? Uh no. So she like she comes out, she sings a song about how she was like not attractive to guys when she was in high school. And seriously, who the fuck cares? And then uh she does like ten minutes of stand up and then she sings another song. She does ten minutes of stand up, and that's uh. the like uh, format of the special is her singing and then her final joke is just another song that is I don't even remember what it, what the the joke was but the joke is one line that she just repeats over and over and over and over and over again because those are the types of songs she writes in the episode I listened to um, she wrote a song for Christmas my clip 15 listen to this amazing song she wrote Listen to the song I wrote for Christmas called Let Me Tell You About What It's Like. Let me tell you about what it's like. Let me tell you about what it's like. Let me tell and for you, you about... I like that. You what and... it's like. You're not even letting her get it uh, out. Dude. You obviously do not want her to sing. And by the way, trampling all over that was the best thing that Pat's ever yeah, done. I'm a yeah. fan now. Yeah, I get it. I get it. No, I get it. Yep. Uh-huh. I get it. <laughs> That's enough. This song is called What It's Like, and I just say that over and over and over again. Hilarious. There's no like verse. There's no chorus. There's no chord progressions. There's not even really a, a melody to go along with. It's just I, I like to sing this phrase, and now I'm calling this a song because I'm a fat, vapid cunt that needs attention so her stand-up show ends in the way that i assume sex with her ends everyone just loses interest <laughs> it, just, it, just stops, it just stops happening uh, <laughs> all right that makes sense to me yeah it was it was a bear to watch any of that so pat regan also does stand up but on top of that he does improv and he reveals something right here he's he's in a bad mood on this episode he says he had a show the night before he didn't think he was very funny guess what pat you weren't I guarantee it. And he talks about this show they did, and he reveals something that we actually talked about when Doug from Good Times Great Movies was on with us this last episode. We were listening to an improv Mm. show, and they were doing it live at that theater. And we're like, is this other improv troops? Like, why is anyone participating in this or laughing along? Listen to this. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm like... I'm like in a place where I wasn't funny in my improv show last night, and I'm so annoyed. Wait, I want to hear about it. You're being really funny today, uh, if that means anything. Well, it's carrying over where I'm like, I'm just not feeling funny in general. Honestly, I will say, like, there was a lot of, I think, truth suits there, which I love the support. But, like, um, it was, like, getting in my head somehow. Like, that show used to be, like, so anonymous in a really fun way, and, like... I just feel like I would go and no one would know. But that's fun. That's how it always is. That's how it is. No, it's it's even different. Like, stand-up, it's, like, annoying when it's, like, you feel like you're getting laughs for no reason, but you could still, like, work through it, and, like, you still can have jokes. But then in improv, when you're getting, like, it would be, like, someone would initiate, and I would be, like, hi, and then, like, it would be a big laugh, and then I would get really thrown off. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Basically, <laughs> all of these non-talented improv comics get together and laugh at each other until it's their turn. And and they're so generous with their laughter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ho- the, hoping that they, they get it back. That they'll just laugh at anything, and then then he's there internally being like, "Can you guys shut the fuck up while I do my art?" <laughs> it's like if, when you go to like a a place where there's swingers, no one's gonna tell you you have a small dick. You know, everyone's very like, "Wow, look at that thing!" You're like, all right, guys, come on. I know it's not that great. There's seven of them bigger than me right behind me right here. What are you talking about? Oh. That's what I assume that, that swinging is like, right? <laughs> That's what I read about in the magazine once. Uh, I also watched Pat stand up. I did not pull clips, but it was equally bad. He has all of the stage presence of like a, the what's that statue with the no arms? David, you know, the famous the Venus de Milo. Oh uh, right, right. Except, so he's he stands there. He's got his hands held. You know, the mic center of his face, and he just stands and just tells jokes in that annoying voice. And some of them are like set up and they pay off, but because there's nothing, he, he has nothing to offer. I was just like, You, why are you doing this? You should be like a sales girl in, in the gap. Oh, yeah, these, these khakis look great on you. <laughs> yeah, no, honestly, I don't, I don't think you have a fat ass at all. Not when you're wearing these. <laughs> pretty amazing um Uh, so one of the things that they talk about on this show is their mental illness now tab i don't know if you've been paying attention to this but your generation and those younger than you love to be mentally ill they can't wait to be mentally ill all the time they're anxious they're upset so that's the other thing uh catherine and i are the same age okay yeah all right so Maybe you've picked up on this uh, generational mental illness that they celebrate. Some of the old videos Carly posted on the Instagram. I hadn't read any of the comments. And one of the comments was, oh, wait, maybe they were saying, okay, here's here's the million dollar question. Someone commented, I've never seen more mentally ill people in my life. And I assume they're obviously talking about us. Like, and I agree. But then I think in the clip, we're talking about love is blind. So I think they might be talking about love is blind contestants. But I I think actually they probably were talking about us now that I think about it. Totally. I'm very mentally ill. I desperately need to be back into therapy. It's actually not even funny. Mental illness can literally drive you crazy. So I want to pivot off of that because they, why is that a badge of honor though? Have you noticed that? Like it's currency to them. Oh my God. No, I'm way more mentally ill. I, I need to see a professional for real. Yeah, okay. no, it's my whole generation. Like, they're obsessed with the idea that you need to go to therapy all the time, and yeah. you need to like, and you you shouldn't ac- accommodate others by like trying to control your mental illness. Everyone has to accommodate your thing, and so it's just a, a catch-all excuse for why you're an asshole. Yeah, you just be a dick to everyone. Be around. Hey, if yeah. you want to stop being depressed, do what I do. Get rid of the mirror in your bathroom. That's a, that's <laughs> a quick fix, life hack for you. You know, you think someone like this that needs a lot of help that they would go to an expert for these kinds of things. Sure. Uh, my clip eight. This is how Catherine is going to deal with her mental illness. I know. I think I'm going to wean myself off my antidepressant because my psychic told me it wasn't really doing enough. <laughs> I was like, I heard that driving, and I was like, what the fuck? Wait, what? Wait, what? My psychic told me that my antidepressant is not doing enough. Like. One, you have a psychic. Uh oh, retard <laughs> alert! Retard alert, class. 
I was, I was astounded. And then she proceeded, the two episodes I listened to, she proceeded to talk about her psychic somewhat. She mentioned it several times. I only pulled that one, but it would be like little things like, oh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm not going to get, I don't think we can get married this year to my boyfriend because my psychic said, like, I need to do this and this 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 year. Like, yeah, this it's the year of the is... monkey. Of course you can't get married this year. <laughs> <laughs> what are you thinking? Uh... Tab. She's not joking, though, right? Because that would be a funny joke if you said, I'm going to wean myself off of antidepressants because my psychic told me to. You can put that in your act, for Christ's sake. But she's being serious with us. I I think she's being serious. Yeah, that's the problem. I think that, like, this podcast is the real Pat and Catherine and not the, like, persona Pat and Catherine. Mm. Even though it's, you know, not. They're theater kids. It's not. They're not actually ever a real person. All right, so here's a fun example of Catherine trying to wind up for something and having nothing. And the silence here is the only funny part of the show, in my opinion. Like, I literally saw all my crushes at once, like, single file, walk out and exit to yeah. leave. Even though they oh, didn't... I should explain the context of this real quick. So Pat's talking about he went to some event or some function, and all of his crushes were there. He's always talking about his crushes. So all these different guys are there, and they're all leaving at the same time. Like, I literally saw all my crushes at once, like, single file, walk out, and exit to yeah. leave. Even though they didn't know each other. They all, like, at the same time were, like, single kind file. Of like like... In a, kind of like a musical interpretation of, like. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to help you out, but I was like, I'm not sure what she. What I'm saying, okay, what I'm saying, just to quickly explain, is, that, like, if you were in a musical and there's like, a number about your crushes, they would all, like, walk out in a line and be like. Yes, 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 yes. Oh, yeah. Is that how musicals? Musicals are cool. Good. Good. Now I can start that's that's so I don't know. Dumb. Well, wow. <laughs> she could have just said any musical and just at yeah. least completed the thoughts. That's Chorus just like line. that musical rendition of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> See, uh-huh. she needs a producer, Chris. Is what she needs. I was I was surprised that they didn't like have a big production staff. It seems like they're. Just they have their laptops up. They're talking to one another. Yeah, it's a Zoom call. It's a Zoom call. Yeah, and and that's it. Like I would have thought that it would, you know, there'd be like like two bears, one cave. There'd be someone in the background just like (laughs) that might be what they need. That might be what they need. Actually, I've been uh, Uh, trying to budget for that in 2023 myself. How much of a salary do you need to just hang out in my basement, laugh hysterically twice a week? Hey, Carol, why is this mic near me? Shut up. I just, I need it right there. I just, I got to capture the ambulance. Don't worry, it's not on. (laughs) It's not on. (laughs) Now you do a hidden mic. You get a sofa over there in your basement. You have a hidden mic above it. And then you. Oh, you've done this before, I see. Okay. All right. That's good. My consultant over here. Now, I listened to an episode where they actually had a guest on the show. They don't normally do that. Because a lot of the the descriptions that I was reading was like we get together and we interview comedians and and then I was like scrolling through and there it's been months since there was anyone on the show. Yeah. Well, they're not good at conversing with people, so there's really no yeah. reason for them to have another person on there that they can't talk to. It just gets very confusing and annoying. And listen how badly this interview even starts off. I know I look like shit, but I wanted to be real and raw with everyone today. So that's just what's happening. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Where are you? Tell us everything. (laughs) Oh, sorry. Pat was about to say something. That's kind of how this works. (laughs) I was going to say, I look normal and normal and baseline for me. Normal and baseline for me. You actually look really good today, Pat. All right. So she starts off the interview dripping with insecurity. 
and awkwardness. <laughs> the, the woman comes on the Zoom. She's like, I know I look like shit today. I know, I know, but hey, I'm trying something over here. And then that question, where are you? Tell us everything. Now, my buddy, Harry Young, I just did his show. I'll be on uh, topic time, I think, this week sometime coming out. But that is like a Harrison Young-esque question. Where are you right now? Tell us everything. All right. Make yourself interesting to our listeners and go. Right. And this woman who they're talking to, Atsuko, who is also a stand-up, doesn't know what babies are. She's not familiar with human babies. I know. I actually like when a baby's on a plane, though. I'm actually not part of the community of people who get, like, annoyed when a baby's on a plane. I just didn't, I didn't, I don't know babies or their behaviors or their being that much just because, you know, if you don't have baby, if you don't have kids, you don't, you just don't know. They sleep, shit, and cry. What's not to know about babies? Yeah, she sounded like Tommy there for a second. Seriously, yeah, what is this babies thing. on a babies on a plane to be a funny movie? By the way, <laughs> get these motherfucking babies off this motherfucking plane. Uh, I was, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. It's like Tommy's girlfriend, just like. And what is baby? What is babies? What, they're small. They're small people. You were baby. Now you're not baby. <laughs> Interesting. Holy shit. All right. What else did you pick up on from this show, Tab? Um, Catherine is a disgusting, disgusting, nasty human being. Yeah. Uh, So late in the newest episode, they start talking about their uh, New Year's resolutions. And who the fuck cares? Uh, But they're like going through their New Year's resolutions. And it's all the same kind of things. Like, I want to be more healthy. I want to drink more. more, Cheat on my spouse more. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then she gets to her last... Uh, New Year's resolution. My clip sixteen. And then my other I have more resolutions. Like... I want to get a vacuum cleaner and like learn how to use it. <laughs> oh yeah, we talked about. It. I told you, Dyson. Yeah, I'm getting. Right? I'm going. I have spent so much money this past week though, just online shopping. But Me I'm going to Dyson, and I'm also going to get a blender. I'm not afraid of it. And. I'm just going to be a better person this year. I'm going to be like really zen. I'm going to find peace within. I'm going to lower my cortisol levels and I'm going to be like having inner peace and no one's going to be able to handle it. And that's how it's going to be for me. I doubt it. So her her version of inner peace is getting a blender, which is apparently afraid of the blender and a vacuum and learn how to use it. 31 years old. No idea how to use a vacuum cleaner. I got to tell you, I own a Dyson and a humble brag. It took me a few months. (laughs) <laughs> really bad. You don't it. just sit there and bark at it. <laughs> yeah, hey, it's hey, similar vacuum. to a guitar. You know, hey. you, you learn the basics first. <laughs> right. <and> then... <laughs> I, I, I was I was astounded. Like people joke that millennials are all retards that don't know how to do anything, and then yeah. like people like this go on the internet and go, "Yep, don't have a vacuum. No fucking idea how to use it. Got to figure it out. Got to read the manual." Like, I'm gonna get a blender. F- It'll probably kill me. It'll probably be my death. But I'm gonna try to get a blender and see what happens. So then she's also in the vein of her being disgusting and not and being afraid of like inanimate objects. Um, my clip 17, she has a nightly routine that drives her boyfriend crazy, which I'm also astounded this woman has a boyfriend. Her head game must be out of this fucking world mm-hmm. to deal with that personality. But uh, clip 16. Brian and I keep fighting because this is a habit I'm really trying to break, and it is fucking disgusting, and I can't believe I'm admitting it on air. But I, I, I get scared of flushing the toilet at night because the sound scares me. Really? Like so, scares you? Like you think like, it's a monster? Yeah, like I think it's like a ghost. 
I I don't have a drop for something that retarded. I know. I mean, I, it, again, there's just no personality. So she's making shit up to yeah. make it seem like she's interesting. Like, okay, yeah, okay, good. Sure. I don't flush the toilet at night because the sound scares me. It doesn't scare her during the day. No. Okay. Because the sound can't get you through light, Chris. Duh. I know. <laughs> I'm the retard. <laughs> COVID can't get and you in a restaurant while you're sitting down. <laughs> yeah, right. and the toilet can't get you in the daytime. What's confusing about Follow this? me. I... And she like she goes on to talk about how her boyfriend complains to her about it, and she's like, "I'm sorry, and I'm going to work through do- dealing with this." And I'm just like, "If these are the challenges you face as a human being, you live an absolutely blessed life, and should just stop complaining." Are you dropping a deuce in the middle of the night? There are times when I use the bathroom, I don't flush the toilet at nighttime because it's noisy. People are sleeping. That's fine. But if you're dropping a deuce, you got to flush that shit down. That's not cool. I don't wake up to that in the morning. <laughs> So you're not afraid of the sound, you're afraid of Jen. Correct. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Or or whoever from the Jiggles department I live with. <laughs> Who knows? Doug. <laughs> I live alone and I will sometimes not flush the toilet at night because I don't want to get all the way back in bed and then have the flapper not land and oh, have it God. cycling all night. And then I have to get back out of bed. So just like uh, bypass that problem. Smart. Look at this guy. He's thinking fucking 4D chess over here. He's like, jiggle the yeah. handle. Not on my watch. Obviously, that has happened before. Yeah. I guess it's sleeping to do. <laughs> Not again. I'm all hung over after drinking 38 beers doing WATP yeah. and, you know, fucking <laughs> toilets running. Yeah, you Can't just recovered. That. That's why you're taking you this long to get back on the show. <laughs> all right. So Catherine gets upset. Catherine's very insecure. I don't care if a guy is straight or gay. If he says I'm ugly, it hurts my feelings. <laughs> um, yeah. Welcome to my world, hon. I know all about it. And then the other guy, Pat, is also very insecure. Wait, are you mad at me? I feel like you're. Ma- I feel like you're mad at me. I don't know. Um, no, I'm not mad at you at all. He sounds like an over-the-top Nick Kroll character when Nick Kroll's being way too ridiculous. If you, if you like wrote a TV show and you had someone act this gay, yeah. the, the network would be like, uh, you got to tone him way down. No right. one acts like this. Um, sir, you've made a cartoon of a gay person. It's highly offensive. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know what you made by that. <laughs> uh, I have my clip 21. Cat describes herself to a T. I'm, I'm the most boring, simple-minded, uninteresting woman alive. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very good. Nailed it. That's Why something that have... could be a New Year's resolution to stop being so boring and annoying, if possible. I think their New Year's resolution to be stop doing this show. That would be a good episodes. Idea they started this show in 2018. And they're still they clearly have nothing to talk about. Well, I didn't hear a lot of talk about boys, sex, fucking dating, or love, hmm. which I was told would be the yeah. subjects. Must have been an off episode. Maybe, yeah. Maybe maybe this year and next they're not going to do that, but they'll get back to it eventually. That was probably a a New Year's resolution um, going into 2022 that we didn't know about Mm. because we didn't listen to enough of the back catalog to understand that these people are vapid and uninteresting. I'm just one man, Tab. There's only so much I can do. (laughs) That's what people always complain about this show. Like, you base your whole opinion off of one episode? It's ridiculous. Ten minutes this show. You got it. Yeah, for, for sure. And obviously you and I listened to a number of different episodes to try to get a sense of what was going on here. But we used to, when we first started the show with Kevin, I said, this is the episode we listened to. We're going to critique it now. And the reason for that is, I, Tab, I know you're just um, fucking around, but 
The reason for that is because, as I always say, assume that people are listening to this show for the first time ever. And why would they want to listen to another episode? That's how you should be gearing your podcast. If you do yeah. a podcast where, well, of course you can't get into it by episode 59. You got to go back to one and then get yourself there. It's like, well, no, I'm not investing that much time and effort into finding out whether I like these people or not. Seems like a bad yeah. idea. These people are just some of the worst types of, you know, fame horror. Yes. Uh uninteresting people i and apparently this podcast is fa fairly successful it was it's on like a podcast network and i just can't Whatever i can't fathom means. who would want to watch this listen to this show like i was driving home from work and the show is playing and i thought what happens if i get into an accident and like i'm i'm unconscious and the first responders come up and they <laughs> they cut open the door and they hear that they're going to be like oh, we're not saving this fucking yeah, guy. The, this <laughs> shallow this piece of show. shit <laughs> <laughs> the first responders like ready to do cpr is like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm all of a sudden so disinterested in anything <laughs> now here's an example a very short one where they're they're self obsessed assholes as i think we've pointed out and they're trying to do an impression of a human conversation. I think they've heard other people have conversations, so they're trying to do that. I'm actually really nervous about my L.A. show for some reason. Me too. That's beautiful. You're going to be um, great. I'm nervous about my L.A. show for some reason. Me too. You're beautiful. <laughs> Are you just pretending to be paying attention to what he's saying? You yeah, could say, I, I'm sorry, what did you say? What was that? I missed it. I, they don't listen to one another talk it, no they're they're both talking at one another they could do this show by themselves and just take the two audio tracks and lay them over top of each other you have the exact same show that's what i was picking up on too at some point they're talking about this restaurant that they really like chopped and all it is is just like a salad place it's nothing special or impressive but apparently this is all they want to eat now why isn't chopped a bigger like phenomenon i don't understand is Chopped just in New York? Because that's crazy news. It's just in New York. They don't deliver. It's like, if I could deliver. They don't chopped, deliver? We, now I want it so bad. Well, I, well you know it. what? Maybe that's true. I've never lived in, like, truly Midtown East, so I can't say maybe they deliver to, like, their Midtown East. I'm sure place. they're, like, on Postmates in Midtown East. Yeah, which I, like, yeah. randomly. I'm like, should I randomly just, like, live there and, like, live in a glass tower? Yeah. I can't it wait to It could be kind of sexy. Hey, Tab, that restaurant that we like, should I like buy an apartment near there? Like a really expensive <laughs> apartment? Like, wouldn't that be like fucking weird, right? Just like, just like be able to get that delivered to my like cool apartment that I had there. Fuck off, cat. Fuck the fuck off. Again, these are people with no challenges. Like, correct. I, I want to live near a restaurant that I like. Yeah. Not, not things like I want to find a place that I can afford that's in a reasonable commute to the place that I work. Like, <laughs> that's what, that's what regular people talk about. No, these, these, these people talk about being on set and, oh, my gosh, I got too many laughs last night and now I'm self-conscious <laughs> and I have shoots to do all weekend and shows. Yeah, she was complaining that she's been out on the road, like, doing touring shows and yeah. visiting different countries. And she went on this, like, 10-day Colorado vacation with her family. She's just like, oh, this is all just so awful. Like, you are living people's dreams. People literally sit at their shitty 9-to-5 uh, office job and fantasize about living your life. And I realize like everyone has challenges and whatnot, but like you could be a little bit less fucking cunty about it. Yeah, maybe grateful is the word that I would use. <laughs> Go ahead and be grateful for what you have going on in your life because it's not going to last much longer based uh, on what I've seen. She's, she'll probably collapse on stage in the next two years. 
Jesus. <laughs> Why? What do you mean? <laughs> well, she's fat. I'm, I'm guessing she's got a lot of experimental medical treatments. Uh, Jesus Christ. We're not I'm wishing that saying, to happen, Kat, if you're listening. I'm not wishing. I'm just, just predicting. I'm predicting. Yes. All right. I'm all, I'm all on a clips tab. What do you got still? Uh, well, I'll play this one final clip, clip 20. Okay. God, I'm literally out of breath from being so tired. Right, of right, this. I, won't, I, I won't make whatever, you, I won't whatever, make whatever. Ugh. She made some statement and he asked her to clarify and she's just like, oh, I'm so bored. I'm so <laughs> yeah. bored of being called for being an idiot. Yeah. Uh, but I thought it was a good way to sign off on this. this All right. Segment. Very good. Well, with that, it brings us to our cringe of the week. Cringe of the week. This one came in from our friend Cardiff Electric, our soon to be ex-friend. Cardiff Electric, because he picked up on something that was going on on WATS, Who Are These Socials, the show I do with Blind Mike Geary. And he says, uh, do you get a new microphone or something, Carl? What's going on over there? You might have COPD. He put together this supercut for us, and uh, you might want to fast forward through this one. Zumak? I do have That's new microphones. <laughs> I do have new microphones. I do use a different uh, preamp when I do the shows with uh, Mike. But thank you for that feedback. Much appreciated. I'll try to get a little less saliva in my mouth next time. Yikes. Are you using the same microphone you're using now? Yes. On, on WTTS? Yes. Yeah. You got to switch to the big, like, the big muff. Yeah. Maybe that would help. It, Maybe it that would help. better tab. than the standard muff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just trying to keep my mouth from being directly on top of it today it comes it comes in the same box so oh i know i have it i got it drink i got you hey tab i got a special treat for you because you sir are one of the best stuttering john impersonators this side of the mississippi wait which Thank side you. of mississippi are you on i'm on the other side of mississippi <laughs> okay, that, so. it's close though it's close <laughs> you're the best that side of the mississippi so i think it's time for uh, a little sj The, the beer on the balcony from October with Doug Goodstein that we had missed and we had gone back to, we still haven't finished that yet. Mm-hmm. We're going to do that today. Cool. Because John gets very drunk by the end of this episode. <laughs> so it's pretty fun. But before that, I do have a new song parody coming in from Mr. Magenta. I guess we made mm. up after the voicemail that I played from him. <laughs> he sent in a song, I Fought the Walls and the Walls Won. 
moving back in with my mom. I fought the laws and the laws won. I fought the trolls and the trolls won. I need some money cause I have none. I fought the laws and the laws won. I miss my wife and my daughter son. I left LA and it feels so bad. My showbiz days are done. Still drinking cores and it's so sad. I fought the laws and the laws won. I fought the trolls and the robbing people on Patreon. I fought the laws and the laws won. I fought the trolls and the trolls won. I need that money so no refunds. I fought the laws and the laws won. Even my mods think. I'm scum. I left my roaches and it feels so bad. My condo days are done. <laughs> Off to rehab and it's so sad. I fought the laws and the laws won. I fought the laws and the. Very well done, Mr. Magenta. Great to have you back in the mix here. All right. So when we last left our hero, stuttering John Melendez. He was talking to his good buddy, Doug Goodstein, from Howard TV. He was a cameraman, and he was one of the guys who would go out with John on some of his misadventures, talking to various celebrities with crazy questions. And I believe one of the last clips we played was John saying, don't you think that Triumph the Insult Comic Dog ripped me off? Oh. And Zach Galifianakis, <laughs> he's, and Ollie G is amazing, this, this John guy. Doug didn't go along with that. So then they start talking about Gilbert's final appearance on the Howard Stern show, Doug thinks that he was there for it. And he tells the story about Gilbert cutting open cupcakes and spitting in them and then putting them back together. And I guess there's a theory that that's why they don't have Gilbert on the show anymore. He ruined 10 cupcakes, you know, big deal. But that, I don't know if it's actually the fact that that was his last time on the show, but I was like, holy cow, was that, was that put him over the, over the edge that he's no longer welcome because he, Spin in the cupcake that probably just saved us from, you know, eating that fat. So I don't know. Wow. See, I always thought. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know if that indeed was his last time, but I was like, holy crap, that's outrageous. I always assumed it was because, you know, he, you know, he couldn't be controlled. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, no, absolutely not. He was on the show 30 times. It has nothing to do with any of that. I love these retards think that he wasn't invited back on the show because of some antics with a cupcake in the break room. No, it was to make room for Lady Gaga, Gwyneth Paltrow, Mandy Moore, Andy Cohen, Kathy Griffin, Rosie O'Donnell, Miley Cyrus, Wendy Williams, Rachel Maddow, Lena Dunham, Sarah Jessica Parker. All these assholes that Stern started having on his show instead of funny comedians. How do you guys not know that? You were on that show. You saw it transform. Well, John wasn't on the show at that time, so that's true. He, he probably didn't see it, and and he couldn't afford a serious subscription, so he probably didn't see that transition happen. He, no, he's clueless. He talks like he has all of these people who still work there who tell him all this information. He knows nothing. He has no information whatsoever. So then, they Doug does an impression of Gilbert off air, and if anybody knows Gilbert Gottfried, he's actually very mild mannered, uh, even keeled, very different than his persona when you see him doing stand-up or having an appearance somewhere. So Doug does an impression of him, and stuttering John Melendez, being the pro that he is, tags it with the same impression using the same words that Doug just used. You know, with no cameras around. Yeah, hi, how are you? <laughs> it's like, it's just, 
left me quiet, polite, sweet. Yes. Like, yes. holy crap. Yeah, he was like, yeah. Yeah. how are you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice to see you, too. You had to back up because he was coming towards us. <laughs> John Spy. Whoa. Sundering <laughs> John in 3D would be a funny uh, podcast for him. Why is he laughing <laughs> maniacally at that? Yeah, I mean. It's just kind of a well-known thing that Gilbert doesn't go around talking like Gilbert 24-7. I don't know. Carl, if I were you, I wouldn't start throwing stones about people repeating impressions back to people that oh, just made them. shit. You go back too far on this show. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> We're in the air of my ways, Tab. That is true. You're much better about it now. So I, d- I can't imagine watching John in 3D. Is that like shit finger comes right at you in the screen? <laughs> <laughs> Holy That'd shit. be more terrifying than Holy anything. Holy shit. The people who make these uh, amazing videos of John, they should do a movie theater with John up on the screen with his finger and the whole audience with 3D glasses. Whoa! That'd be fucking hilarious. All right, maybe we'll save it for uh, DabbleCon. We'll pull that one out. So here's a fun little part where John's getting drunk, and he forgets what he's going to ask Doug. So he has to act like it's because he just has so many questions, he's not sure which question to ask next. Yeah. Because Howard off the air is nothing like Howard on the air. Right, right. But, um, oh, fuck. Oh, I want to ask you something. Um. I uh, I hate when that happens when you oh. I have so many questions for <laughs> Keep you. Drinking. But... Keep drinking. <laughs> yeah, I know it'll come back to me. Hold on. No, but uh no, there was something else. Something about Gilbert. Oh. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was, that's what it was. <laughs> that's what you were gonna say. He was awesome. Uh man, remember remember when uh Gilbert was on the show? Man, that was awesome. That was awesome. That's uh, what I was, that's what I was going to ask you. That was awesome. Yeah, good question. Get a fucking sheet of paper, John, and write yeah. down some questions. And then when you go, you'll go blank. You can be like, uh, you know, um, does is your refrigerator running? <laughs> also, <laughs> I want to point out that John wanted to go on Gilbert's show, his podcast, and they wouldn't have mine. And he was motherfucking Gilbert so hard. He had so many shitty things to say about Gilbert Gottfried, and now he's just like, oh yeah, he's the best. What a match. What a great guy. He was calling him out on his show multiple episodes. And uh, this is the thing about John is that he talks all this shit and then he pretends that either it didn't happen or he explains it. So now they get into Artie Lang. And let's not forget that John sent a tweet to Artie Lang after he had attempted suicide that said, why don't you stab yourself again and this time be successful? Or it was something to that degree, which is fucking brutal to say to a heroin addict, like, go kill yourself. No humor, no jokes, but that wasn't John's fault. Yeah, I know, like, I had Tammy Pescatelli, who's a great comic, and she witnessed Name the Trump. classic Artie, John, you know, fucking stupid fucking uh, fight on our podcast. But, you know, it was when Artie was doing heroin, and Artie wasn't Artie when he was doing heroin. He, like, he wasn't the same guy. I'm sorry, and like and like all these idiots like to post like me only my tweet to him, but he was tweeting horrible shit to me. But they always leave that part out. Yeah. See, uh, he he t- he tweeted me uh, first. You know, it was uh, self de- self defense tweet. Yeah. When you tell someone to kill themselves, there's no justification of that. There's like, yeah, but he wrote this to me first. Like, that's a dick move, dude. That's a and that's I am very sensitive. <laughs> 
Uh, there, his, nothing will ever be John's fault. It, it's, there's always like some intervening circumstance. It's like, yeah, oh, yeah, you know. But in the third grade, uh, I was told that I have Asperger's, and uh, you know that's why yeah, he's, uh, he's I got, can't sit on a bus bench. He'll justify anything. I, I love. There was something that came out where Artie was talking about being on heroin and how it changed him, and John was immediately like, "Yep, see, I told you, this is not my fault. He was on heroin." And this goes on with John explaining how much he loves Artie, of course. I don't want anything. Look, I love Artie. I love his sister. I love his mother. I don't want anything ever to happen to Artie. But, you know, when people fight, and you know, and, you know, and say things, I mean, he's saying bad shit to me. So then I say bad shit back. Yeah. That's how, you know. You know, that's how it goes, uh, yeah. Tab, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, the, when the he was on... Anthony Acumia show and him and Artie got into it and Artie like was zinging him with some kind of yeah. mean but but in good spirit jokes and he's just like oh your your father died and like he just immediately goes to the throat because he has no fucking sense of humor he absolutely meant when he told Artie to kill himself that he wanted Artie to kill himself well he tries to say like God, we were just having a disagreement I mean these things happen Tab how many times have you told Vito just wanted to kill himself uh, quite a few. Okay, that's what I thought. So yeah. maybe that is true. Maybe it is just something guys do. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, sure. So then, I'll guess on that. So then John asks Doug Goodstein, who neither of them are with the show anymore, if he still talks to anyone on the Howard Stern show. And Doug goes, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I still talk to people. You know, one of the people he says is Sal, is one of the guys he still talks to. And John's surprised by this. Uh, Ganji... Uh, Fallon, yeah, Richie Wilson, yeah. I'm surprised you're allowed to talk to Sal because I heard Gary had an edict that nobody is allowed to talk. To I him. don't know. I heard that same. I think that's you heard crap. that from John. If if it gets yeah. to the point where they tell people who they can and can't talk to, and people stay with that kind of mandate or mantra, uh, sorry, <laughs> then your brain's being controlled and it's time to go. I don't think that's true though. Yeah, I think a bunch of people told John that because they didn't want to talk to him ever again. Oh, yeah, sorry, John. We're not allowed to talk to you. Uh, Correct. You're going to have to delete my number or I'm going to have to delete your number and block it. Otherwise, I'll get fired. (laughs) Right. So this is John justifying in his dumb head that that's why no one's returning my phone calls or text messages anymore because Howard told him they're not allowed to. Because I've talked to Shuey about this. Shuey's like, no, I still talk to all those guys. They're not being told who they can and can't talk to. And this comes out right here as John explains that there's a specific guy that he thought he was friends with, but you know, it must be that dumb Howard getting in the way of their relationship. Because I, because I love Ronnie to death and, and, but it's odd because he would DM me back. I don't want to get him any trouble, but it, but he would DM me back and then suddenly he went quiet. So I don't know if, you know, Somehow, yeah, somehow. I don't know. I've never had that confirmed, but you know, I talked to the uh, Salem, uh, Salem. I talked to Salem once in a while. I talked to uh, Sabian all the time as well, all the time. So Ronnie doesn't like you, John, is, is what I'm getting from this because yeah. Ronnie lives in Vegas. He's semi-retired. There's no way that Howard's going. I heard you texted back to Suttering John Melendez. <laughs> You're on probation, sir. When's the last time you think that Howard thought about John? It's been a while. Like years. Yeah. Maybe maybe like sometime in 2021 when all the, the, the lawsuit. lawsuits happened yeah. with Sirius. Sure. And like 
the, I'm sure Howard wasn't even involved in that. Like it was all serious as lawyers and someone in the office was like, yep, we got that, that suit dismissed with, with John. And he was like, oh yeah, stuttering John. Anyway, back to being afraid of literally everything. <laughs> the, the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I know Howard Stern's obviously has other fucking issues going on. The only thing I can think of is Howard going, oh my God, I predicted that uh, exactly right. <laughs> Like I, I said that he'd go on the Tonight Show, and after that, he'd have nothing. And I nailed it. Wow. I'm pretty good. I invented that, Robin. I invented Sutter John being I a failure. I invented John being a failure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he kind of did. Now, this is my least favorite version of John, which you're about to see here, because John likes to take credit for other people's happiness in their life or their relationships, and he gets real smug about it, too. So they're talking about Doug's wife, Marlo, here. Marla. Hey, Doug, why don't you tell everybody where you uh, had your first date with Marlo? Yes, and we just celebrated <laughs> that 26-year anniversary, and I didn't forget it. Uh, three of Cups at Stuttering John's. 21st birthday was that? <laughs> 1996. So he brought his now wife to John's birthday party, and John like wants credit for that. I think, well, I knew her before. That's why I invited her to the party. <laughs> yeah. It's not like he's a matchmaker or something. It just happened, yeah. to, happened to be the first time they went out together. It was he going to John's things? It's like, I don't know. He's so smug about that. He's like, oh, yeah. I'm pretty fucking amazing. Yeah. Huh? Like, I guess. So then he has to bring up <laughs> that apparently Scott DePace actually met his future wife at this same party. So... John is just the matchmaker to the stars, apparently. That was our, that was it. First day with me and Marlon. You know what's so funny, Doug? You and the pace have a connection with me with your wives. Because yeah, they met at your party, Pam and Scott. Met at my, he met his girl at my party, too. Yeah, I didn't meet her at your party. I was that was my first date with her. No, yeah. I know. Yeah. But the pace actually met, met yeah. uh, his wife at my party. I can't believe I'm forgetting her name because I love her. Uh, Pam. <laughs> <laughs> she's the best. Uh, yeah. what, what's her name? Yeah. She's very important to me. Um, <laughs> Scott and what's her name? I'll never uh, forget I, her. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> like who? And and yet you have like failed every relationship you have in your life. Your kids yeah. hate you. Your <laughs> wife divorced you. Yeah. You've lost all of your job prospects. Like. Boy, what a matchmaker. Always the bridesmaid, never the bride, stuttering John Melendez. What, what wouldn't this guy take credit for, though? <laughs> because we played, and I, I got to post a video on this, because it's still, I still can't believe that he said he single-handedly got Artie Lang the job on the Howard Stern Show in his book, yeah. Easy For You To Say. And producer Chris and I did a recent Patreon episode where we played that section of it. It's like, holy shit. You think Artie had nothing to do with him getting the job? I don't think John played any role in it. No. But the fact that he single-handedly got Artie, like, he takes credit for everything. Right. And he also makes it sound like he got out of the way to <laughs> yeah. make room for that. Yeah, she wanted me, but I was like, yeah, let me introduce yeah. my friend over here. He's cool, too. <laughs> if you like me, you're going to love Scott DePace. Oh, my God. What an asshole. And John lords this information over Scott DePace. Right. Like, he acts like Scott owes him something for that. <laughs> Damn, yeah. yeah. He met her... At my party, and it kills him. Because like, anytime we'd argue on Twitter, I go, Don't forget it. If it weren't for me, you wouldn't be with your wife. Yeah. I go, I mean, I have some responsibility for your kids. <laughs> uh, I well, demand 
Prima uh, Cocta. You owe me. <laughs> and I, I, you Where's my commission? Pay. Whatever you I, saved in divorce I, lawyer fees, I would like some of that. <laughs> yeah. I... Your wife, whatever her name is, needs to picture my face when having sex with you at least once, <laughs> once per year. In 3D. That's and, in the deal. And send me a video. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I'm going to need three webcams placed in your bedroom. Because <laughs> you wouldn't have even met her if it weren't for me. And be sure to put the, the scroll at the bottom that this is copyrighted. So he says, he goes, when I get into Twitter wars with Scott DePace, I'm like, hey, just so you know, if it weren't for me, you wouldn't have your wife, you wouldn't have your kids, it's all because of me. And then he goes on to say, oh, and by the way, Scott blocked me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're fucking annoying, John. You're super fucking annoying. That's uh, why. Imagine that. Go figure. All right. So now we're going to be talking about a guy that neither of them can remember. And uh, I guess when John said he has so many questions, this must be what he was talking about. Have you talked to fucking Gump? No. Why? Did something happen? No, I wonder oh, what happened. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> I haven't talked to him in 10 plus years. Everybody here, uh, Gump was Eric Seafrance, who was, uh, what was he, a cameraman? He was an engineer. Uh, he was the engineer. Yeah. And he was another great guy. Tab, <laughs> if you worked with a guy and you didn't know what he did, the difference between a cameraman and an engineer, you would think you would know that. No, 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 the guy behind the camera, that's the cameraman. <laughs> the guy who's actually processing all of it, that's the engineer. Oh, oh. Go on. <laughs> we, were, we were such good friends. I got, I got him his job there, whatever his name was, whatever, whatever. the job was. I'm basically, um, I'm like, a, I'm a, an, a talent agent. Uh, I love it. I love the way that John said that too. He's like, "What about Gump?" And Scott's right. Or Doug's like, oh, "I don't know. What, what do you mean? What about Gump?" He's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what, what about him? <laughs> remember that was the guy we worked with. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Okay, <laughs> cool, good story. Do you ever talk to that guy? Sure, don't. All right, moving on. <laughs> moving on. So now we're gonna we're getting into a very drunk John, and he wants to tell Doug another thing. I'll tell you another thing. Uh. <laughs> Hold on, maybe you guys didn't hear that Let me play that again I'll tell you another thing uh, uh. Alright Tab, I think he needs a thinking beer <laughs> So uh. John can't even talk anymore At this point So now he's talking about Substitute teaching and all the kids being excited that he's a celebrity. Listen, try to make sense of this one, because Doug sure can't. Because, you know, I substitute teach on the side every now, you know. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and the kids, because they Google me, Doug, as soon as I'm in there. And they go, uh, hey, you're famous. I'm like, yeah, yeah. But they said, um, uh, do you, uh, oh, have, you ever, have you ever been to Rock? <laughs> And I go no. And then, hold on. Listen to that again. So he finally figures out what he's going to say. Try to tell me what he's saying right here. Oh, have you ever Have you ever been to Rock? Have you ever been to Rock? Is that what he said? I, th- I thought he was saying, "Have you ever met the Rock?" Like okay. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Okay. Good. Good job, Tab. You've talked to drunk people before. Well done. I have. Yeah. And I go no. I've been to and drunk then, people. Fucking Richie. <laughs> what? What's Rock? The Rock. The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. 
Oh, oh, have you ever interviewed? Have you, I thought you said, have you ever been to? Oh, okay. No, no, no. He said, have you ever met DeBron? I can't believe you picked up on that. I listened to this multiple times. I cannot make out, have you ever met The Rock? Do oh, you, it doesn't uh, sound like, it, like met The Rock. Have you, but, ever, have you ever met The Rock? Met The Rock. It's been to. Met The Rock. <laughs> Holy shit. His brain is like starting to fall into slow motion. Like I, I had a, a New Year's Eve party and one of the guys, like one of the members of the audience was was very, very drunk and they were doing money, money. You know how you go, yeah, and then the audience goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. He was like a yeah and a half behind. So every like third or fourth, yeah, he'd be on. But he was like two or three yeahs ago by that point. <laughs> he really zoomocked that side, didn't he? <laughs> he really zoomocked it up. Uh, it was it was hilarious watching that guy. And I can like, you can see it in John's face. Yeah. Like, the stuff is just not happening anymore. I also love how he says, I'm substitute teaching on the side. On the side of what? On the side of what? You don't have a job. <laughs> on the side of what? The show business career that you're in? What are you I talking podcast, about? I podcast on the side of my regular full-time job <laughs> that I enjoy. You're, that's what you do. That's your job, John. You're a substitute teacher. That's all you have. Oh, man. And remember, this is... 2.30 in the afternoon, maybe 2.45. I'll give him 2.45. Okay. And he's this drunk on Trulies. He's chugging <laughs> down Trulies and going, oh, so, and the, the students, out, you know, they Google me because, uh, oh, you're famous. I'm like, hell oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that too. They're like, you're famous. I'm like, well, yeah. You got me. <laughs> I like that humble John moment there. <laughs> Let's go back to that. That's fucking funny. I, I, imagine, I imagine John is a substitute teacher, right? You know, like they walk in, they're like, I am Mr. Melendez, right? Yeah. He goes, he goes I am stuttering John Melendez of the Howard Stern <laughs> Show and announcer for the night yeah. show touring comedian and host of the jo- the stuttering john podcast and, and this lesson like, is copyrighted yeah. and this lesson is copyrighted like, if you want if you want to google me just type in stuttering john minus who are these.com yeah. <laughs> you put stuttering john in the google and boom I am a famous person. <laughs> uh, just don't uh, ever look for uh, Dabbling or Be Dabbler or El Horrible or Cardiff Electric or my kids. Okay. I, I would love him to walk in there. They'll Google him like, like, oh, you're on Who Are These Podcasts, John? Yeah. No. Yeah. Watch no, him backpedal I'm, out of that one. Every episode. This is amazing. <laughs> you're going to go to the principal's, the principal's office right now. Uh, you gotta, yeah, you're gone. <laughs> you're blocked. <laughs> All right, so now John gets into his. Wasn't the time that you and I were on Howard Stern the best time for Howard Stern? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. I mean, don't you look back, Doug, and go, you know, that was the golden age of that show, you know? It was good. I mean, were they, listen, when I got there, obviously when you were there, you were there, it was probably in one market. When I got there, it was just three markets, New York, Philly, and uh, Washington. I got, I got there right before Washington. Okay, so it was two market, New York and Philly. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, we were there when a show was exploding in popularity, and and as soon as he hit a market, it was number one. So yeah, the energy was nuts. By the time I would say three, four years in, it was like forty plus markets. It was like we were superstars overnight. It was, it was amazing. It was it was a great vibe. All right. I don't want to get copyrighted. <laughs> I just put the glory days graphic up there. Remember when everything was going amazing and it had nothing to do with either of us? That's the other thing, too. It's not like this guy was the third mic or even right. you know, yeah. fourth mic yeah. on the show. He was the call screener. The other guy held a camera. They're like, the show fucking blew up when we were on there. 
it would be like George Costanza taking credit for the Yankees winning a World Series. <laughs> like he's assistant to the traveling secretary. <laughs> That's a pretty good analogy. So now John's getting very, very drunk. Doug is noticing this and uh, pointing it out to him. Well, it's great that you're still working. You know, that's awesome. And you're I'm still not. in Long Island, right? Still in Long Island. You're getting slurrier and slurrier, mister. You haven't started once, which I'm really impressed. Now that I said it, you oh, probably will. Oh. No, I'm slurring John now. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, slurring John. <laughs> but uh, All right, Dougie. Well, thanks for helping me out because I was like, holy shit, I have a beer on the balcony today. So I know when you scrape the bottom of the barrel, you call me. Yeah, oh, Doug picked up on a lot in a short yeah, time there. For sure. Holy well, when shit. you don't drink uh, 14 beers an hour, hmm. it's pretty easy to pick up that John's an asshole. I'm listening. But it is true that John, that stutter you used to have on the Howard Stern show, I am more and more convinced that that was all put on. He was doing that on purpose because that's what got him the notoriety. That's why everything happened for him. Because now he's having this conversation. He sounds like a moron, but he doesn't stutter. He's not stuttering. He's slurring his speech quite a bit. Yeah. And I like that even Doug goes, now that I've told you you haven't stuttered yet, now I'm sure you will. Yeah. Right? Oh, I, st- like- I still st- stutter. Just like when he was on um, that show in Iowa, and yep. the guy pointed mm-hmm. out, and then the last like minute, he's, oh, no, no, fuck you. Damn it, you reminded me that I stutter. And you got no legs. All right. So now they start talking about, it seems like they've ended the show, but John can't end the show. They start talking about Hank the Angry Drunken Dwarf, which was John's and Doug's favorite whack packer. So Doug goes on to explain that he died in 2001, Hank did, and there was a funeral up in Massachusetts, and they took this big bus. I think 15 people were on this bus to go to the funeral, and John wants to know about that. And where was it? It was in uh, in Falls River, uh, Massachusetts. Oh, wow. Was there people there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, he was a great guy. So why weren't you there, John? You loved the guy. You were still working on the show at the time. Doug's explaining that he went. High Pitch Eric was on the bus. Like All these different people from the show. And John's like, well, there's anyone even at that funeral? Like, yeah, everyone but you. <sighs> the fuck your problem? thought that was your favorite guy. I didn't get the invite. <laughs> I had a really busy day of uh, drinking and, and not <laughs> caring about other people. Uh, I, I thought when I, th- I thought they said be blackout, not dress in black. <laughs> My bad. Everyone <laughs> grieves in their own way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So now, drunk John is going to wrap things up. And again, I love Doug. Doug knows John very well. They go back a long ways, and he calls John out right here. Well, Dougie, it's been good talking to you. Me too. I wish I could say the same, but um... <laughs> <laughs> I love you, pal. Right, Next time I'm out there. John got uh, a little spittle on your cheek there, producer Chris, I if you want to just <laughs> wipe that. But he is famous, quick. so. <laughs> but um... <laughs> I love you, pal. Right, Next time I'm out there, dinner on me. Yeah, yeah. And then you'll forget your yeah, credit card. I have no cash on you. <laughs> Doug is blasting John. Yes. Holy well, shit. He knows that John doesn't buy dinner. That's not a oh. thing that John does. And that whole thing with, yeah, you'll forget your credit card. Remember, that's exactly what happened when they went to the Yankees game. Mm. And that was when they were like, oh, yeah, remember you left your credit card in the car and you could never go get it. And so you didn't pay. 
He didn't pay for anything. Then he made his mom buy his attorney a beer. Mm. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that story. It was fucking insane. Anyway, I think props to Doug. I think that famous quote, I don't lie, I don't like to lie, he meant to say, I don't buy, I don't like <laughs> I don't lie. Buy. I don't like to lie buy. to buy. <laughs> you see, I always try and help people. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so now this is the last clip I have. And John explains. So on Saturdays, what he used to do is he would do his political show, the Southern John podcast, from noon till two, and then two to three, beer on the balcony. Now, you would think, because John's producing his own show, that he would have a guest booked before, oh, I don't know, the day of. Mm-hmm. Not John. So he has to go on to explain that at 11 a.m., an hour before the first show, he still did not have a guest. And so he had to ask Doug to come on last minute. Um grateful that he came on the show because i didn't have a guest and i called him like and like at 11 i'm like dude i don't know i don't have a beer in the balcony yes can you come on and he's like yeah if i can make it work definitely and uh and he did and that's Doug. he is great what the fuck got you out of a jam (laughs) just lie You don't just, have to tell anyone just that. Lie. Right. I know. Yeah. I know the whole thing where he said that to his face. He's like, oh, man, thank you so much for coming on last minute. Like, he made it very clear this wasn't a guest that was planned no, out or booked in advance. Definitely not the first time he's done that either. No, I know. He doesn't understand oh, how yeah. embarrassing that is to for him, for the guest, for everyone involved. Well, that's why Tony Michaels was on all the time, because Tony Michaels would, like, when he'd be like, I, I need a guest uh, in 10 minutes. Tony <laughs> Michaels says, nothing going on. Correct. Tony, can you think of anyone? <laughs> well, there's me, John. Oh yeah, uh, pretty good idea. Yeah, I guess if you can't think of anyone else, that'll work. All right, uh, we have a new bumper for us. I don't know if we played this yet on the show or not. I can't remember. <laughs> and I might as well. Bring Cardiff on if he's done playing his guitar. Sorry. <laughs> oh, hello there. <laughs> Jeez, I thought I you were bored. I thought you were watching yeah. our show and paying attention. <laughs> show sucks. Uh, Got to play a guitar to make it worthwhile. Oh, hi, Tab. Hey, Cardiff. Thank Potato you. Man. Were you playing Nirvana just now? No. No. Okay. Where were you playing? Yes. Nirvana. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Let's get right into Tommy from MSCS media because there's something that I'm picking up on. He has a thing with Elon Musk. Now we've pointed this out before where he brought a guest in and he's like, you see what Elon tweeted today? She's like, no, it's just a traffic. I just got here. What do you mean? (laughs) But he thinks that like the world revolves around Elon Musk and he's constantly talking about it. And he's very annoyed (laughs) with zoom meetings and virtual meeting software so remember Magic Jack, that guy that he had on his show, that I was a big oh, fan of, yeah, the guy yeah, with the yeah, ridiculous yeah. fucking facial sure. hair, the coaster, the, the one that he kept asking what like tricks he did in his act, yeah. But at the Super Bowl, yeah, yeah. what specifically did you do? Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So they're talking about how during the lockdowns, poor Magic Jack had to start doing shows virtually because there were no crowds or audiences, and he's like, I, I hated it. I tried to use OBS, but that sucked. But I didn't do OBS like a lot of people were doing. Uh, uh, like that's like a like a program. It still sucks it, anyway. It, we have yeah. it. It still sucks. If you ever, if Elon Musk ever calls you to do a show, <laughs> can you please tell him like, look, look, bud, 
you got a rocket to Mars. Can you please make us something virtual that's quality? Does he do uh, a OBS? Elon no, Musk? Or? No, but I, we need him. We he's need him. He's got the brains. We he's need got him. the IQ to do it. So I didn't watch the video episode of the ma- that. <laughs> yeah, I, I could tell. I've seen his facial hair. <laughs> Pretty good stuff. Huh? <laughs> that, a, that is an amazing facial hair. <laughs> Wooly Willy. Uh, so I like that he boy. says we could fly to Mars, but for some reason, Zoom isn't as consistent as they want it to be. And obviously, Magic Jack's like, wait, what does one thing have to do with the other? I, I'm not following this. He's like, no, Elon Musk is just amazing. And the reason why I pulled that clip is because I was watching his latest episode that just dropped yesterday. Guess where it dropped, Producer Chris? Mm. On YouTube. Oh. The oh, Spotify, I thought you meant Planet. Okay. The Spotify exclusive show <laughs> is still on YouTube. They said starting January 1st, <laughs> yeah. 2023, it'll no longer be on YouTube. There it is on YouTube. I saw that thread in Reddit. Like, what's up with the Spotify <laughs> exclusive? Yeah, what happened with that? <laughs> All right. So, brand new episode that just came out yesterday. And listen to the first thing out of Tommy's mouth. Hey, Dong, I'm trying to get this stupid... Doing? Good on this Zoom. I hate Zoom. I hate it. I can't stand it. I know. I, I've I've had issues myself, man. No worries. No worries. You guys just take your time and do your thing. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's crazy. We could send a rocket up into space, come back and land, but we can't do a virtual, you know, uh, podcast without some delay or some audio issue or something. You know. I, I hear you, man. I can barely do it right with my clients, so feel your pain. <laughs> so this is like an ongoing thread with this guy. Yeah. And he's it's always about space travel. Yeah. Everything's well, yeah. just like I mean space travel's possible. Why can't I fucking video conference someone? He's always knocking Earth technology. <laughs> yes, correct. <laughs> Lay off, man. <laughs> yes. I have a feeling that he was sent here to find good video communication from his planet. Maybe they haven't even gotten it there. I have a different no, I, theory. I, oh, go ahead, Tab. I'm convinced that, like, the reason why he has so many views is that they're bots. I don't think it's bots. I think YouTube is, like, available on Venus. Yes. And he's just really big on Venus. Yes. And that's where all his views come from. That's why and, he had to turn off comments because they were speaking in Venusese out there. Yeah. It's like, ah, oh, you're blowing my cover here, guys. <laughs> and so I also think that he, like, really wants to get in good with Elon Musk so he can borrow a rocket to get back home. It's like E.T. Oh, Interesting. Okay. Uh, he doesn't even want to be here? That's a good theory. <laughs> the fuck? That's a good theory. I have another theory. I think that him and Elon used to be friends back on Venus. Oh. And now Elon's too good for him on Earth. Because check this out. He's yeah. a strange bird, but we got to love him. Maybe he's he's going to take us to the Mars. Maybe he's an alien. He's not, Maybe he's, he's an alien. I mean, Maybe they sent him. him back here. He is. Uh, Did a lot of shit real quick. Whoa! Tommy's calling people aliens now? Yeah, this is his deflection. <laughs> right. He's just like, I, I don't know, I'm not an alien. He might be, but I'm not. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know who's an alien right here, not me. <laughs> Probably you are. I don't know. He who smelled it dealt it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, when you point at someone and call them an alien, there's four fingers pointing yeah. at you. At least. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> not. Tentacles. Five pointed back at him. Uh Holy shit, this guy's obsessed with space travel and aliens. He won't shut up about it. Yeah. He's got an alien, uh, like, neon sign there in yep. his studio. Oh, yeah, yeah, with a flying saucer underneath it. Yeah, he is uh, announcing to the world where he comes from. Correct. He's hiding in plain sight. I've been saying this for a while. I was joking earlier. I'm not anymore. I really believe this to be true. Because they're going through Magic Jack's Instagram feed for whatever reason. 
And Tommy sees a photo of something that he recognizes. And he's very excited about it. He's a Grammy, uh, yeah. Grammy award-winning uh, singer, songwriter. And um, I was hired to entertain at his son's party. That's his son right there. And um, whatever the alien thing is called. Uh, the my, baby Yoda? Yeah, my daughter has slippers. Of those. Oh, yeah? yeah? I got a Yoda tattoo right there. Yeah. 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 My kids got slippers. <laughs> you got a tattoo? My kids got slippers. So. And aliens don't look like that. Duh. <laughs> yeah. Stupid alien. So, again, this proves he's not from Pennsylvania. Because how could he be the age that he apparently is and not know who Yoda is? He goes, oh, that alien right there. Yoda from Star Wars? You don't know who that is? Maybe he's more of a Star Trek guy. <laughs> Maybe, but Tab, <laughs> you being not a Star Trek guy. Not everyone's a nerd, Carl. <laughs> What's that? Not everyone's a nerd. Everyone knows who Yoda is. <laughs> uh, I think there are tribes in the Amazon that don't know who Yoda is. All right, so he's, either, he's either from the Amazon or from outer space, but not Pennsylvania. Can we all agree on that? Yeah. Oh, definitely not. Okay, that's all I wanted to say. I think he landed here on Earth and like to try and blend in. He saw that Joe Rogan was very popular and was like, I'm going to become like Joe Rogan and then people will like me. And that's why we have this show. I'm actually upset that Joe Rogan is the media figure that he glommed onto. I just want to hear his thoughts. I, I hate when the guest talks for a long time. Like, let's get back to what Tommy has to say. <laughs> just shut up and let yeah. Tommy talk. It's so rude. I wish he just did a show where he just like Patrick Michael style. Just went random off the top of his head. Oh, talked yeah. about vibrations and rockets and Zoom calls and you gotta get him, him in the room and then like just show him things of that normal people do <laughs> yeah. and get him to react. Like what is, what is this? Like this is Target. This is Target. Oh wow! All right. Well, here's an example because Magic Jack has a magic trick that he's going to do for Tommy. They're going to try to figure out how to do it. So I, I invented this. This is a this is a way to quit, quit smoking right here. And I invented this uh, this doohickey right here. Uh, this uh, is a um, I can't even tell you it's top secret. Yeah. But what you do is you would take the cigarettes and you would place the cigarettes inside. Uh, this is a full pack, full pack of twenty. And so you would put the cigarettes inside the box like this, just like this. How bad and, do you want to light one up? Uh, you got I don't. Kill, you I don't have kill with yeah. insurance, so why not? Dude, I have no <laughs> urge to smoke cigarettes at all no no words but all you do is you say the magic words the magic words are <coughs> that's the magic words yeah okay. and look when you say the magic words that's when the cigarettes vanish what the, what the fuck? fuck yeah 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 and they totally vanish what the yeah. wow that was yeah crazy. and that is how i quit smoking cigarettes not really it actually was a, it was difficult but uh, <laughs> i did it though all right so that one got yeah. me good that was i was on i was on it too i had the i had the camera eight on there uh oh i had to, i did not see anything we'll have wow. we'll have to we'll have to yeah. check it out man yeah it was good i didn't see. see it either holy uh, fuck dope very yeah, cool that was yeah. a whole pack of fucking cigarettes I yeah mean. yeah that one was just like two or three cigarettes <laughs> that was a whole pack he even opened it and showed us it was a whole pack in there Disappeared three cigarettes. That's baby shit. <laughs> I don't think Tommy's trying to cover up that he's an alien. I think he's trying to cover up the fact that he was kicked off his planet for being an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I think you're right about that. <laughs> Maybe I'll fit in with the humans. They're dumb. <laughs> he's yeah. a Vulcan. They're dumb drunk. like me. <laughs> it's starting to make sense. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, they don't even have good video technology. Right. I'll be like a god to them. <laughs> and. 
I love that their only goal is to try to figure out how he does his tricks instead of just being impressed by them or entertained by them. The guy's like, I was even zooming in. I have it in slow mode. I yeah. still don't know how he did it. It's like, well, that's not really the point. That's supposed to fucking show the world how he does his Yeah, what tricks. if you did catch something? Yeah, you going to show us? Dick move, <laughs> don't you think? Uh, all right. So Tommy is floored by this line that Magic Jack has for hecklers. Because he asks him, he's just like, you know, you ever had people at the shows that kind of are dicks and they, they think they can figure out how you're doing stuff. And oh yeah, Magic Jack's a pro. He knows how to deal people with that. I go into a show and you know, there's call a them UFO the bags, I guess. Where yeah. they're like, oh, I know exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't see the, the last video. <laughs> this is a, uh, a UFO with a heart drawn around it, a, a flying saucer with a heart around it next to uh, Rob the producer here. And when and when the show is successful, Rob, I'll take you to Venus in my spacecraft. It looks just like this. <laughs> Tab, I, I I swear to God, I wish I was joking about this at this point. <laughs> but it's just he's he's like, look at if I don't talk about aliens at all, then people will get suspicious. Like, why does he ever talk about aliens? So I'll go in the other direction. Everything is gonna be about space aliens all the time. All right. Oh man. All right, let's find out how he handles hecklers. Well, I go into a show and you know, call them the douchebags, I guess, where they're like, oh, I know exactly what he's going to do here, and this is how he did it. And do, you, do you ever get people like I that? say, look, dude, there's no prizes, man. We give out a prize every other show. <laughs> this is the other show. Uh, and so, you know. To, there's no prizes. This yeah. is the other show. I love saying that for kids, yeah. Uh, <laughs> start dying loud. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Repeating <laughs> equals funny. You picked up on that. Jack goes, well, yeah, I do that for kids. They're, they're going to think that's funny. Right. You shouldn't. No. Hey, Tommy, I was at a bar the other day, and it said, free beer tomorrow on a sign. <laughs> Isn't that great? That's a good joke. Uh, and then I went gig. back, and there was free beer tomorrow. Oh, uh, it's never tomorrow. Uh, it's the joke. All right. If you guys want to hear more outrageous comedy, check out this amazing comeback from Magic Jack. You know. So, like, when you're doing this, <clears throat> like, say you do this, and, and you got that heckler there, and, and he's up your ass. How do you maintain your focus how do you handle that so uh i'm gonna say something that i never say in kid shows and um if i get someone who's really offensive i'll say dude i don't go to your job and slap the dick out of your mouth bro (laughs) (laughs) this dude is fucking corny (laughs) he almost got it right jesus christ with that one it's a pretty good comeback huh yeah. Whose bit was that? You know what I would say back to him? I'd be like, oh, yeah, that's what your mom said last night when I was finger blasting her. <laughs> yeah, whoa, it's on. No, but that's somebody's bit. Whose bit was that? I don't know. That's a Tom Meyer's bit. It's much longer. <laughs> yeah, than everyone, is, everyone has used that joke one way or another. Oh, okay. Slap the dick out of your mouth. And then they talk about, oh, my God. Again, Tommy just gets so excited about these different things that this guy brings up. I don't like to call it a trick because hookers and dogs do tricks. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I know. I owned a dog yes. once, though. So, uh, yeah, sure you uh, <laughs> yeah, We all don't know. So, uh, uh, no, so nobody knows. The The average layman doesn't you know. You get divorced. I didn't say it. It was you. Uh, yeah. My wife loves my humor. Uh, <laughs> Tommy gets so excited about that. He's like, oh, fucking hookers. <laughs> fucking hookers is great, isn't it? Ah, I love it, too. That's amazing. I wish you had a clip, the clip from Arrested Development of Job saying illusions, Michael, because that's what I was thinking the entire time (laughs) you reviewed this guy before. Like, they're not tricks, they're illusions, Michael. He doesn't call them tricks. That's what dogs and hookers do. 
pretty good joke. So now Tommy talks to him about, because Tommy's an expert on stand-up comedy. So he asks <laughs> Magic Jack if he prepares for a show the way a comedian would. And he gives an example of how Dave Chappelle, you ever hear of Dave Chappelle, Tim? Yeah. Cardiff, One of the greatest with, uh, comedians of our time. Familiar with Dave Chappelle, Cardiff? Yes. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, so this is what um, Tommy thinks. This is how Dave Chappelle prepares for his act. You know, there's certain things, uh, certain effects for different shows. And so... Well, like comedians, like even Chappelle, he'll go to a dive bar. He'll have material, he'll go to a dive bar. You know, maybe 30 people are there, even to this day. And he'll go test it and see how the material, see what the reaction is. And if some parts are good, okay, he'll put that aside. I'm, I'm going to use this for the tour when I go on tour. And they'll build it up. Boom, they have their, their everything. They'll do their tour. You know, they'll do their Netflix. And then they're back at the table again. Um, do you think Dave Chappelle goes to dive bars to <laughs> test material, Tommy? <laughs> I'm guessing Dave Chappelle goes to like whatever comedy club is in that town he lives in in Ohio, and that's where he tests material. Do you know how big of a celebrity Dave Chappelle is? Do you think he's just walking into places <laughs> randomly and like, anyone got a microphone yeah. I can use real quick? He unplugs he the jukebox. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> is, this, is Tommy that dumb that he thinks that, I mean, no comedian is going to dive bars to work on the material. It doesn't even make sense. But especially not Dave Chappelle. That makes zero sense that he would do that. I he mean, to be into- fair, I did see him do comedy in a field. Yes, at his house. Yeah, yeah, he did do that, but that was a, uh, a special. Goes into goes into like a Walmart and gets the, on the paging system. Boom, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is Dave Chappelle. I just want to test some material. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about trans for the next fifteen minutes. I hope that's cool with everyone. Attention, Shepard. <laughs> wow, that's a pretty good job. All right, so now. Magic Jack has a lot of stories. They're talking about different shows he's done. He's saying that he's played everywhere there is to play. And he's got this story that he wants to tell him. But first, he has to get back to when he was 12 years old. Because if you remember last time I was playing clips from this, Magic Jack just like insists on telling this story about when he was younger. And Tommy just wants to move the fuck on. I've performed in every situation imaginable. Even jail. Even even jail. Uh, I I, I stole a cop's watch in jail. And uh, that's another story. We got to get into that. Uh, But you stole a cop's watch in jail? uh, A CO. Yeah. Yeah. Correction officer. We got to back up to the the 12 years old. Back to when I was 12. What is it with you and this 12? Um, All right. Tell me the 12 years uh, old to get it out of here. Well, (laughs) (laughs) Tommy. All right. (laughs) Fucking tell me your stupid backstory. Let's move on. Give a shit. He hasn't learned about human patience. <laughs> <laughs> no, he definitely has not. Also, I love the idea that he's just like, oh, you got to tell me the story about stealing the correctional officer's watch. It's like, it's, it's a magic trick. Right. It's a trick. There's no story. That was a story. <laughs> it's an illusion, Carl. It's an illusion. It's an illusion. Right. Okay. Illusion, Michael. <laughs> it's so, he's so fucking stupid, Tommy. But also, Magic Jack, though, it just insists on telling this fucking story. And uh, he finally does get around to that. And I guess he was in and out of the criminal justice system quite a bit, and he's had a lot of issues. Now, he's from Florida originally. Of course, Tommy is from uh, Pennsylvania, as we know. But uh, this is a pretty good gag 
about um, Florida that I guess Tommy's familiar with. I guess people know about the criminal justice system in Florida being pretty rough. They used to say, uh, come to Florida on vacation. Uh, what was it saying? Come on yeah. vacation. What was it, Rob? Uh, uh, yeah, I, I've heard it. Leave on probation. Yeah, come yeah. back on a violation. Uh, yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah something come to like Florida that. on vacation. Leave on probation. Come back for a violation. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's exactly right. Ding, ding. There yeah, you go. Pennsylvania is about 3,000 times worse. Uh, God. Where? <clears throat> Pennsylvania is even. Oh, yeah. Is that where you're from? Oh, yeah. Yeah? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, once they have you once for jaywalking, they, like, you're just on the radar for Holy whatever. shit. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's when you're smoking a J, walking across the street. <laughs> what is he talking right? about? In planet Pennsylvania. Nobody gets arrested for jaywalking at the East Coast. That's a very much a West Coast thing. Uh, that's not true, Carl. It's oh. not. Ashley, Ashley Babbitt's mother was arrested this weekend for jaywalking in D.C. That's true. I did and see that. You seem stupid. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think that was a different circumstance. I think that was the uh, Jan 6 anniversary mm. that the police were concerned about on that one. But I see what you mean there, Tab. So, again, what I love about Tommy is when he tries to create a backstory for himself. And we know that Tommy has been arrested and done jail time. So now he's saying that back in Pennsylvania, it's tough with the criminal justice system. Like, you get sucked into it, you're, there's no getting out. And I don't know that to be the case, but I'm thinking, well, you know, it's Philadelphia. It's a tough town. Maybe Pittsburgh. Maybe that's what he's talking about. So he's going to clarify on specifically what he's talking about here. You know, it's the, it's the small areas. It's a small town. You know, I don't know. It's boring. I don't know. There's only fentanyl people falling over left and right, but I guess. So let's fast forward. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Magic Jack made that story disappear. <laughs> and I, and I, I agree with you, Carl. Like, he interrupted that. Like, no, shut up, Magic Jack, with your stupid beard. I want to hear about Tommy's criminal past in small town Pennsylvania. Yeah, I want to hear. for impersonating a human. I, I want to hear about how tough it is to be jaywalking in a small town in Pennsylvania because that doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. I know. They arrested me for sucking the blood out of cows in fields and leaving their <laughs> desiccated corpses. <laughs> what, what are you in for? Crop circles? <laughs> the farmers hate it. They keep calling me in. This guy's a menace. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful from space, but from my bedroom, it's just all my crops get fucked with. <laughs> all right. All right. I think it is time. We have Cardiff here. Hi. We have Tab here. It's time to play the game show that is sweeping the nation right now. <laughs> the galaxy. Sweeping the galaxy. <laughs> it's time for everyone's That's favorite me. new game show to catch an alien. Are you ready to play? Yes. To catch. Are you talking to yourself right now, Cardiff? Yes. I thought Cardiff very, was asking us if we were ready to play. I'm very engaging. <laughs> you are <laughs> engaging. Uh, are you ready to play to catch an alien? What does Cardiff say next? <laughs> hey. I think about 60% or 70% of university degrees are completely pointless. Fuck yeah. If you go to a Fuck yeah. school and look at your teachers who all have medical degrees, look at the faculty car park. You'll see some Corvettes. You'll see some Mustangs. You'll see some great vehicles in that car parking lot. 
if you go to the run of the mill university that's going to teach business on your introduction day young people please go there and have a look around the university oh hi i'm the guy who's going to be teaching you business hello sir my name is tristan tate what successful company have you run and how much money do you you're just a guy who has a degree in business. It's a Ponzi scheme. Yeah, it's a fucking Ponzi scheme. Parking lot. And you're going to see a bunch of broken down Toyotas and fucking Dodge fucking whatevers. And nobody has any money. No. Standing there, paying $100,000 to stand in front of some guy who's only making 50 grand a year himself, give all these wonderful business lessons. <laughs> it's, so, it's so right. It's so fucking right. Making double minimum wage at best. He, he's... He, Tristan, he's got another job that he's got that he puts to you know he, he's in the back, he's cooking in the back on his second job at nighttime, and he doesn't want nobody to know. <laughs> to catch an alien. Wow. What did Tommy say next? Here are your choices. Number one, this is like when you go to the gym and all the personal trainers are fat and overweight. B. It's ridiculous. You could learn more about business flipping burgers at McDonald's than going to school. <laughs> 3. But this is the guy that's going to make me a millionaire? Right. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Next. Do you think he ever shows up for his lectures wearing his chef's hat? That would be hilarious. <laughs> Lastly, you can't teach successful if you haven't been successful. Am I right? To catch an alien. Wow, another tough one. Mm -hmm. Guys, mm -hmm. I'm going to go with Three, this guy's gonna make me a millionaire. Get the fuck out of here, is my guess on this one. Tab, what do you what do you think? I'm going with Chef's hat. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's a pretty good one too. That was four, I think. Uh, producer Chris I was next. No, no, it was next. Yeah, yes, next. Yeah. I'm gonna go with number two. Yeah, the McDonald's. The McDonald's one. Yeah. I liked that one too. Can I just say? That Tommy laughing at $50,000 a year was the greatest moment of this yes. quiz. Yeah. <laughs> that was hilarious. Like, some of these guys are making 50 grand a year. It's like, yeah. He's like Ray Liotta in the, what am I, funny like a clown scene? Yeah. And, they, and they chose to put the camera on him at that point. Yes, so yeah. yeah, definitely. He's like, I, I pay that to stuttering John for an interview. 50 grand. That's <laughs> 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 nothing. <clears throat> in front of some guy who's only making 50 grand a year himself give all these wonderful business lessons <laughs> so it's so right it's so fucking right making double minimum wage at best he, he's, he, Tristan, he's got another job that he's got that he puts to you know he, he's in the back he's cooking in the back on his second job at nighttime and he doesn't want nobody to know but this is the guy who's gonna make me a millionaire right get yes. the fuck out of here and could that be the more at least you're listening to verified millionaires yeah that's what i mean shit verified millionaires that's a that's I'm a great idea three. i'm not pulling anyone's pants down <laughs> and that's why they tried to shut me down because i've introduced we at our peak and it's going to climb back up there very very soon over 150 
150,000 students. Congratulations. The revenue that's coming in. Great. Huh? It gives me the ability with 150,000 students at that price level to reward the millionaires uh, <laughs> um, amount of money that matters for them for their time. So they're well paid. They're well, they're so well compensated. The Everybody the Yeah. If you don't mind, because uh, this is fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. So this guy, yeah. I had to watch a lot of this. He gets millionaires and he pays them all a little bit of money and he sells subscriptions and people can learn from the millionaires. So this, this is, is a like, Ponzi scheme. Yes. Correct. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Basically people who are wealthy go, I could teach you how to be wealthy. And they go, sweet. I want to do that. Here's a thousand bucks. Like, all right, now tell people that you can make that wealthy and ask that for a thousand bucks. Oh shit. I should have figured that one out before I give you the thousand bucks. In the program is getting value for money and they don't like programs like mine because when i say look i've got 18 millionaires ready to teach you about life and making money and all the lessons you know it's, and it's not just i'm the affiliate marketing guy let me teach you affiliate marketing they'll talk about their failures things that went wrong for them just general life habits they have for being a millionaire you're really learning from these people and the people who are in charge of the world and big education like i like to call like big medicine big pharma they don't like programs like mine why would they want every young person in the world to just access 18 millionaires and their life lessons and all their money-making uh, uh, ideas and stories for, for $49. They don't want that. Well, they don't want that because then they can't control them. They can't control them then, Trishan. They can't control them. So, so Good point. I just like that he called him Trishan. <laughs> What's his name, Tristan? Yes. Okay. Also, the idea that you have, you're on the top of the pyramid of uh, one of these scams that's not sustainable for all of society. It's like, I, I don't know why people want to go to school to become doctors and lawyers and <laughs> fucking idiots. Like, well, you, we need those people too. Your, your program's not going to get people performing surgery. I also love his, his analogy of like, go look in the parking lot and see what cars people are driving. Mm -hmm. Like, more than three quarters of those cars belong to students. Of course they're shitty. <laughs> that's a good point too. Yeah, right. <laughs> that's all for this week. Come back next week to find out if you have the millionaire mentality to catch an alien. Brought to you by patreon.com slash Cardiff Electric and the Cardiff Electric YouTube. Subscribe today. Also, watplive.com for tickets to DabbleCon. But please visit us at StutchonCon across the street in the luxury StutchOn content. No bathrooms. <laughs> 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 Very good, Cardiff. Yes, I am the winner mm -hmm. this week. That's fucking exciting. You know what it was? Cheater. It was Cheated. no, it, I didn't cheat. Mm -hmm. It was the get the fuck out of here. I could just picture Tommy doing the get the fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah. I would, I wanted to go with that one, but after you went with it, I wanted to go opposite oh. of you. Okay, you sure. <laughs> I'm sure no, that's Carl. why. I don't want to mansplain to you, yep. but if you keep telling me how you figure these out, it makes the game harder. <laughs> yeah, I know. You're right. I guess I'm giving away my secrets. I should listen to Magic Jack. Never give away your secrets. Yeah. God damn it. I should know better at this point. All right. What have we done today? We've done it all. You know what mm -hmm. that means. It's time for everyone's favorite part of the show. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The teaser. The this is the part of the show we play a clip from the podcast that we'll be reviewing on the next episode of Who Are These Podcasts? I'm excited to tell you that we will have Blind Mike Geary on the show for our midweek program, mm. and we will be checking this turd out. We're friends that laugh. We're friends that shout. 
Dr. Pepper? That's even worse than drinking whiskey in the morning. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. The buddy. Golden Hour, starring Brendan Schaub, Eric Griffin, and Chris D'Elia. You familiar with this show, Tab? No, I just don't like someone implying that it's wrong to drink whiskey first thing in the morning. Well, I, I don't think it's bad. I just think I, that Dr. Pepper's worse is what he was yes. saying. I find that personally offensive. Fair enough. Uh, but that that is a pretty good uh, theme song. It's no jacked up review show, but it's it's pretty. No, good. it is it is definitely no. Nothing, nothing is. So the goal now. Somebody get these three powerhouses onto one show. It's amazing. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Now you'll remember that we reviewed the King, the Sting, and the Wing mm-hmm. at one point, and that was Theo Vaughn with these three assholes. And Theo Vaughn's just like, all right, I got to get away from you guys. I'm out of here. <laughs> so they've rebranded the show. And if you want to know how I learned about this show, I will tell you that my buddy, Patty Seacups, gave me a heads up on it with this video called, What is the Golden Hour? A Comedy Mystery. <laughs> on this episode of Great Job Awesome. <laughs> this is Great Job Awesome. Thank you guys for checking out these videos. Apparently, I was right, and it is only Brendan Schaub content that you seem to enjoy. It's the only thing I can get a lot of people to click on. We're up to 40 subscribers now, guys. I should at least 40. have 40 plays on the other videos. <laughs> I love Patty Seacup's math. <laughs> if you subscribe, you have to watch every video I put out. What the fuck? You guys probably uh, should have at least have 40 views on each video. <laughs> well, according to the bottom of this, he has 252 subscribers. It's gone up quite a bit in the last month, Tab. I'd like uh, to pat myself on the back if you don't mind. So I'm sure that this channel will be taken down any minute now. Well, this that's what's so fascinating to me because listen to this preamble here where he wants engagement. I have played dozens, if not hundreds of clips of Patrick Michael saying, don't email me. Don't rate this show. I don't want you to find it. Don't tell a friend. Go fuck yourself. I do this for me. And he's really changed his way since we've ignored him. I think it kind of changed his whole strategy. It reset his brain. It reset his brain when we when we started ignoring him for a few months. I wonder what's going to happen to Port Center John. Good thing we're not ignoring him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. On the other videos. What are we doing? But anyways, thank you to all the new subscribers. The, the people commenting, the people that are giving me things to talk about. It's very fun. Don't forget to participate. What? Thanks for comments? Don't forget to participate? Who is this kid? Like and subscribe? I think someone has kidnapped Patrick Michael. We need to go to Indiana. Well, you have to go to Indiana anyway, but when you go, you need to find and make sure he's okay. I will be on the lookout for him, for sure. I, I don't like that Patrick Michael has been relegated to the teaser. <laughs> I know you like that. I'm doing the, the teaser segment after the teaser. Yeah. yeah, he's like a he's like a support for the teaser. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Correct. Get in those comments. Start some things. Say some things. Let's get it get it going. Um, we'll have a video on Mark Harley coming out very soon. But of course, we're sticking with the Brendan Schaub stuff. You like Mark Harley, Cardiff? That was, that was very handsome. He's a hot guy, huh? Yeah. That's He's what Chris would look Chris. like if he grew his hair out. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on it. Guys, I'm excited about this. This is going to be a fun little uh, video for you. So let's dive right into it. First and foremost, the golden hour. What the hell is it? It's uh, the time of day right before sunset. Photos all look really pretty. Okay, I'm just wondering. I'm very curious, and this is why the comments are wide open. Let me know what you guys think this is. 
because I have some idea as to why these three comedians are doing this podcast. Yeah, we're watching your video. Do you tell us what it is? I love that he goes, hey, why don't you comment? Tell me what the fuck's going on over here. You tell me what the fuck's going on over here. It's why I'm watching your video. No, no, he needs you to comment, then he'll do an episode about the comments. Yeah, it's right. It's like the old Batman TV show. You know, you got to tune back in the next day to find out if they're going to be safe from the ridiculous plot contrivance that has them trapped. You know what? I'm going to stop doing a podcast. I'm just going to go out there and comment on other people's shows and let them know that they suck or what I think about it. Why am I doing my own show and I can just be commenting? <laughs> Is this Patrick Cup's art? That's a great question. I can't tell if this is his art or if it's AI generated or what it is. What do you because think? Because it seems seems like he's made Brendan Schaub look more black than Eric Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking AI, you're so racist, AI. Damn you. ...are doing this podcast. And we're going to talk about all three of them right now. Separately. Okay? Because I'm sure they all have different reasons, and I think I broke it down to the perfect degree to say, hey... He might be on to something, and it might get you guys to subscribe some more, because I heard stuff like uh, ROTC is going away. Mm. I heard... uh, Yeah, ROTC has moved off of YouTube. I think they're on Rumble exclusively now. Rumble, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And locals. Right, and in Patty's mind, that means they're going away. Well, there's nothing else to watch now. It's just a different website. What, I mean, <laughs> what, he's got to type in two websites now. He doesn't have <laughs> yeah. time for that. He's, he's got to play Fortnite while watching a YouTube video and recording a podcast at the same time. That's true. And while watching a movie on Netflix. And while ignoring his kids in the yes. other room. Yeah. You guys just need a new home for this type of content, and I'm going to bring it to you. All right. So, so far... We're a third of the way through this video, mm-hmm. and he's explaining that he's going to give us information, and it's going to happen, and he wants us to give him information. Like, fucking get to it, please. <laughs> What's your take? What is it? Even though we are essentially homeless, am I right? Air 5. Uh, <laughs> before we actually get into these, though, I do also want to say the show is now available in podcast form. It is not going to feature the same content, though, okay? We're going to talk similar things, okay, but it's going to be longer form. We're gonna. Who, who is this guy? He's promoting his podcast out, telling you to go find it and listen to it. What the fuck? So he was replaced. A replicant came in and replaced Patrick Michael. According to the graphic that was just on the screen, "Great Job Awesome" is his new podcast that features longer length content, similar to what we're seeing now. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and looked this up, guys, and I am happy to tell you that "Great Job Awesome" has had two episodes and it is done. November 15th, November 18th, never again. <laughs> so How long are the episodes? Does it say 19 minutes 19 and 22, 22 minutes? Yeah. Up from the six minutes of this YouTube <laughs> yeah. video. Oh, uh, he's, got, he's got a new email address, nocountryforfunny at gmail.com. Ooh. <laughs> you excited about that, guy? Yeah. <laughs> doxed. <laughs> We've doxed Patty Seacuts. Oh, he'll be on the next episode of uh, Free Water going, and I don't even check that email. So jokes on you. You guys emailed me. I didn't read it. I don't see it. Yeah. I set up that email address just to fool people and emailing me. I'll never look at it. So now this is under GJA Productions. Do you think he actually goes and registers all these companies that no. he? <laughs> no, it's, a, it's all just made of horseshit. He and doesn't have way, a job. And by the way, how he's gonna pay to to file a trademark or to an LLC. <laughs> he's still got fourteen people on Patreon supporting him. It's got <laughs> it's got a five star rating with one rating. I'm guessing it was him who rated this thing too. <laughs> he doesn't do everything. 
I am the best. Which he will Thank complain you. about by the end of this video, him having to do everything. But all right, back to the video. Do deeper dives. We're going to play different clips because believe me, you can get away with a lot more over there in podcast form than you can on YouTube. But either way, let's dive into this and let's talk about these three characters and why this podcast continued to exist because we all remember it was the King and the Sting. Yeah, your your Jamaican accent is just uh, what flex? What, dude? Flex? Ooh. Time to have sex? That's good, dude. No, uh, it's ugh. it's a very peanut butter falcon Rastafarian. Yeah, that's terrible. Well, fucking no, it's not, dude. <laughs> You're <laughs> terrible. It's terrible. It's like ooh, it's that's like here you go, the movie on the area. Word of mouth, still living like that. Okay, so first up, I have Chris D'Elia. Okay. I feel like he does this Golden Hour podcast to try to better his name. Hey, guys, look. I do a podcast with a dumb guy and a famous, not famous guy. I never did anything bad before in my past. I've got a kid and a wife. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> hey, guys, stop saying I'm a pedophile. I got Brendan Schaub over here next to me. Let's, let's all point at him for a minute, shall we? <laughs> Try to deflect attention. <laughs> I can't be that bad. I hang out with the retards. <laughs> I'm doing charity work over here. What do you want from me? And I think Eric Griffin does it because... Oh, so that's the end of his bow. Oh, wow. Chris Alea take. All right. Moving on. There's a lot of build-up for that. <laughs> okay. Let's find out about Eric Griffin. Why is he doing the show? And I think Eric Griffin does it because he cannot grow a fan base on his own, man. And he has tried so many times. So many times. I, I bet you he, he can't wait for that Workaholics movie, guys. His podcast numbers are terrible, and his guest appearances are mostly boring. But even if they're good appearances, such as the Rick Glassman stuff, he doesn't get anything out of it. I bet Eric Griffin could show up on Joe Rogan, and still his podcast numbers wouldn't change. How does he know his podcast numbers? I don't know. That's a good question. He's inside of the system. Yeah. He's like he's like Neo. He's become part of the podcast. Has Eric Griffin been on Joe Rogan? I think he would have been. So. No? Okay. I don't think so. I, I They're should friends, though, from the comedy store. Well, right. That's why I would have expected him to be on there at some point. But uh, pretty hot take there from, from Patty. Of course, we have Brendan. And I feel like this guy does it for the money, but also to make people take him seriously by surrounding himself with more successful entertainers. And that includes the guest. That includes anybody else he works with outside of this podcast. Brian Callen. All these guys that actually carry the content. And I'll say this. I've watched several of these new episodes when it's just them and there is no possible Theo appearance. And Chris does a great thing by calling out a lot of Brendan Schaub's dumbass shit. If that doesn't make you appreciate him, I don't, I don't know what will. I mean, you could give us an example if you wanted to, Patty. <laughs> and the best part is they do this thing. All right. Bye, guys. Thanks for watching my video. Hey, you want a fun fact, Carl? Yeah, I love fun facts. Eric Griffin has been on Joe Rogan in I 2018. Knew it. Yeah. I knew it. So he goes, I bet this guy, if he went on Joe Rogan, people wouldn't give a shit. No, that is actually true. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 1126, Patty. There I know it is. you're watching. But in the end, they all have their reasons. But together, we can agree it's a money grab. Yeah. <laughs> Because they all have other podcasts and other projects. Oh, okay. So if you have other oh. podcasts and other projects, then you shouldn't do that. Says the guy who's done more podcasts than anyone in the history of podcasting. He's calling them out for having too many shows and projects going on. <laughs> He's changed. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs>
Yeah, there, there's like a stat that there's a podcast for every like five people in the United States. Yeah. And Patrick Michael has set the curve on that. Correct. If it weren't for his podcast, it would be like for every 11 people. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see that because I always like when Brendan Schaub says really stupid shit and his co-hosts have to try to react to that, either by trying to smooth it over or calling him out. Either way mm-hmm. is uh, fun to see. So that's going to be the next show that we do. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, I should put a plug in for my buddy, Blind Mike, because I'm going to go on Why Are You Laughing next week to do an episode all about the Pelican Brief, that PowerPoint presentation that Howard Stern gave to his staff back in 2013, telling them to create fake Twitter accounts and Mm -hmm. telling Richard Christie to get Brad Pitt booked on the show. So that'll be a lot of fun. And um, also, I should point out, the Creep Off. Thank you, Alex, for reminding me. Mm-hmm. I do a show called The Creep Off with my buddy Vinny Paulino. And you can go to our subreddit and vote for who brought the bigger creep. And apparently I'm losing right now. Oh, no. I can't keep losing. <laughs> I have to drive to Gary, Indiana. I will say, I think that that best of 2022 episode, I think you got robbed. Yes. Because uh, Vinny's creep, most of his crimes were not committed in 2022. Thank All you. he did in 2022 is get drunk and steal some tools. Hmm. But everyone Andy voted Dick. for the Phil Hartman thing. Yeah. Yes, I know. I totally agree with you. I think Vinny cheated, as usual. Uh, Brian Johnson mm-hmm. was on. He cheated because the guy wasn't yeah, even alive. Because his his was like a 2020 crime, but <laughs> yeah. like then the trial happened in 2022. Like th- That's not the creep. Thank you, Tab. Maybe we should have you on the creep, Bob. You seem to understand what's going I'll on follow here. Follow the rules properly. So, I, hope Vinny, I hope Vinny doesn't cheat on Monday night on our new show together. Oh, that's right. You guys have a new uh, show. Yeah. It's, what, oh, wow. There's all this. Everyone's surfing uh, the promoting subreddit. everything. Subreddit surfing, yes, subreddit. with Vinny and Cardiff. Yes. Yeah. What's that going to be? So, essentially, the two great hosts, obviously, you have that component. But <laughs> we will we will explore... Some of the most disgusting, despicable, uh, bizarre subreddits on the internet. And then we will post our StreamYard link in that subreddit and see who shows up. Oh, that's a funny idea. Yes. All right, cool. (laughs) That sounds like like a lot of fun. Sorry to bring the show to a screeching halt. Are you, though? No. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think so. All right, guys. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Tab, it's been... uh, a blast catching up with you. Where can people find you these days? Uh, I'm on a, here's what I don't get. HWIDG.com or patreon.com slash HWIDG. Uh, speaking of writing Carl's Enigma, we've stolen your format in a sense, and we now have a rotating uh, roster of co-hosts instead of the same normal co-host, but we're, we're still going. You can also see me February 3rd and 4th at uh, the Midwest Melendez meetup. We're going to be in Cedar Rapids, <laughs> Iowa. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> so much competition. God damn it. <laughs> We're Zoomocked. Seriously. Zoomocked, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting no, for I'm just Louis J. Gomez could... to put out a fucking big event in Buffalo just to fuck us up even more. I wish I could come out to uh, DabbleCon, but I am, uh, I've got a show that weekend. So mm. Mm. Yeah, You're so fucking important setting up the lights. Yeah. And sound. <laughs> and sand. Sand. All right. It's a it's a one man plague. I get stranded on a beach. (laughs) Got stranded on an island. Uh, It's a two man play. It's the K actually. Oh okay. 
Um, Cardiff, I would tell you to plug shit, but I feel like that's all the show is now. It's just Cardiff plugging <laughs> shit at this point. That's so, why it's gotten so good. Yes. Please join us again next time. It might be the episode we find out once for all. Who are these podcasts? Sleep well, every pony. Starting in the mush pits of morning radio. Great show. Good job, everybody. Great job, everyone. Internet news with Lucy Tightbox. From YouTube, Banana Song 666 leads us off with, What is wrong with me that I get excited like a little girl on Christmas when I see that there's a new Chad beating? Dildo's wagons. He's an old man that keeps talking about his birthday. Reminds me of Stuttering John. <laughs> the ghost of Mr. P. Opines. Shuli is not that much different than Chad. External extrapolations. Thankfully, Jim Florentine really stuck it to him at the end. Or at least, Chad Zumach's stepdad did to his mom. Put in toot, Chad stopped drinking and started doing IV liquids in the hopes that his upper lip comes back. And adds, someone should have told Jenny Jingles, Bob is packing heat. Gina Bobino with, <gasps> Jenny! Yay! Please and thanks, Carlito. Always add more Jenny if the option is there. SRB2591 with similar thoughts. Man, I love that stupid potato. ToyTubeTVT asks, You have to kill one, Jenny or the potato? And some comments regarding Tom Meyer's stand-up. Sir Miles the Cat shares, I've seen more laughs at an elementary school shooting memorial than Tom's stand-up. Morgan Freeman's favorite freckle, him seesawing between bombing jokes and I teach younger comics lots of stuff is incredible. Uh I think literally any human could have done at least as good a job. Christopher Kinsella, this is what I've been waiting for. Tom Meyer's content is too underrated. Here's some other things that shouldn't be said in Baltimore. Armageddon would not work in Baltimore. There's no asteroids in Baltimore. Wouldn't work. Um, what else? King of New York can't be said in Baltimore because it's in New York. Uh, so I have a cat. Grizzlehorn, I am from Maryland, and this guy doesn't make anyone here laugh either. Thomas Jameson, Tom Myers against the world. Tom is still performing, so the world is obviously losing big time. Sunday Morning Runner, would be less uncomfortable watching Tom Myers get a Colombian necktie. Jackpots After Dark, painfully unfunny set. It's like a series of paper cuts. Gianni Friendly, funnier than Shab. And Dr. Scotty Jones plays us out with, I don't know, I think he has potential. Nice. You know Tom Myers is like 11 years sober now? Yes, he announced that on uh, TikTok. Yeah, I wonder if if he was funny before he stopped drinking. Doubt it. Kind of doubt it, too. Doubtful. Uh, Alex, thank you for reminding me also that uh, Lorenzo Ariola has a Patreon now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that people should go and support if they like That's All Funny and Lorenzo's content. Of course, Lorenzo is a frequent guest of the Cardiff Electric podcast at this point. I get 40% of his Patreon, too. Oh, okay. So if you like yeah. the potato and you like Lorenzo, what's the, uh, what is it, Funky Eskimo? I don't know. Patreon.com slash Funky Eskimo, I believe. Sure. I think Lorenzo Ariola. I don't know. All right. <laughs> so it's something like I'm not that. a secretary. All right. Not, not the best plug I've ever given in my life. Also, uh, Gonzo pointed out earlier in the show that um, the episode where Chad Zumach got blackout drunk with Misery Loves Company has come out. Oh, good. Yeah, I know. That's exciting. <laughs> so very much looking forward to that. Cardiff, you should try to get uh, Chad back on, but when he's like blackout drunk, <laughs> it might be fun. No comment. Hey, Kurt, if you have any uh, reviews for the show yeah. that you can read for us. Yes. Can you hear me? I can now. Mm-hmm. 
if something just went wrong. Okay. Yes, I, uh, yeah, I should let the audience know there is still a review segment on the show. So please continue to review who are these podcasts because, Carl, they are slowing down. I had to dig for I've this. I've noticed one. that. Yeah. What's what's going on with that? Is it because uh, our girls, Hannah and Vic, have not been here reading these reviews? Very likely. I think so. Yes. All right. Well, then they're going to get a talking to. <laughs> so I had to scrub the internet for this one, but I did find one that I don't believe has been on the show. Okay. Picture a mid-40s lifelong Buffalo Bills fan. Now imagine he thought he knew everything about podcasting. He didn't. But he knew enough to see a great formula to follow. He's pointing radio's oldest bit at its newest version. It's called Stealing Bits. But the best version is when you get them to do your do you their bits on your show and then go away. Carl's voice fluctuates wildly from Gilbert Gottfried to Patrick Starr. He has a thick accent, can't say exactly, is club-footed, and deviated his own septum with a spoon in a failed attempt to disguise his effeminate affect. But he's not stupid. That's a very positive review. Wow. That's the most positive thing I think you've ever read before, Ricardo. Yes. Also, changing again, my voice. What else. is he talking about? Yes. Is that a five star? Yes. Hey. Nice. Thank you. He sounds he says it's so disappointed. Yeah, that's a five. I, Fuck you, I looked. I searched. He's rooting against <laughs> us. I almost wrote my own, but didn't have time. You know, I'm going to put together a super cut of you clicking your fucking mouse over there, Cardiff. If you want to make fun of my mouth noises, you're in that fucking mouse. All right, I wasn't clicking. Oh, sorry. Let's listen to some voicemails, shall we? This one's for you, Cardiff. Oh. Hey, I had a thought. Is Cardiff, Cardiff Adam Driver or someone doing an Adam Driver impression? I say it is because if you watch that scene from Inside Llewellyn Davis where Adam Driver sings, please, Mr. Kennedy, and goes, outer space, outer space. Sure sounds a lot like Cardiff. Don't call me back. Cardiff, comment? I, I know what I have to do. I just don't know if I can do it. That's not the quote, but that's Adam Driver. Isn't that Adam Driver? She got a outer with a healthy libido. Outer. If you make her a widow. Is that what your character is based on right there, Cardiff? I guess. I don't know. I've never heard that <laughs> I don't even know. I'm not even sure if I'm aware who Adam Driver is at this point. All right, yeah. I thought it was a Star Wars guy. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, it is. Okay. Yes, I know what I have to do. It's, it's the new Darth Vader guy, yeah. Yes, yes, okay. It's just a deep voice, guys. So let's not look into it yeah. too much. It's not that much of a backstory. Geek stuff. Geek stuff believed that I was Adam Driver for a while. Yeah. Yes. Never mind. Go on. Hello, Carl and co-hosts. I'm just listening to uh, the recent episode where you and Nice Doug are listening to MSCS Tommy talking. Um, I think that what really enhances the idea that he is an alien is that he's trying so hard to be Joe Rogan and he's actually so much dumber than Joe Rogan. So he's <laughs> trying to sound really smart and he's just saying things that he would never actually say because he's trying to sound more insightful or more smart than he actually is, and it just makes he fucks up everything that he says, and it makes him sound like an alien uh, to go perfectly with his looks. Anyway, that might be obvious to everyone else. I just thought it might be interesting. So, yeah. Wow. Tommy exposed right here. You heard it, people. Thank you for explaining that to us. Hey, did you guys realize that Tommy's really dumb? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I did. <laughs> It's actually trying to give him an out by saying he's not from here, but maybe that's not the case. Who knows? 
right. If he's from Pennsylvania, there's something in the water out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the, the, there's something in the water in fucking Flint, Michigan. Here's Nate from Flint, Michigan. Carl, Nate from Flint, Michigan. Tell, tell Cardiff I apologize and I beg forgiveness for the hate uh, from my last voicemail. Uh, I stand by what I said, but I didn't package it very well. And Doug from Great Time Good Movies is correct. I only listen to your podcast. I don't sit down for three hours and watch you guys live stream it. I'm a general contractor. I was in the middle of a painting job, and I was pissed off at the painting job when I made that phone call. But I'm not crippled, and I'm not an incel, so I actually have things going on in my life. So Hmm, I listen to your show. I don't watch your show. I watch things that are entertaining. But, uh, oh, sorry for that. I apologize to you, Carl. Please forgive me. Jesus. He stuck John Devil verse con. Stutter slam. We'll see you there, buddy. <laughs> Looking it's, forward it's funny. to it. It's funny. Watching this show is like watching paint dry, so I think he would fit <laughs> right in. I think what you mean is apology accepted, I think is what you meant to say there. <laughs> yes, yes. That's okay. Yes. All right. Some guy from Detroit called into the show. I hope it's not too corny or corny at all, but that fucking civilized show, it's the worst thing I've ever had in my fucking headphones on a job. It's terrible. I feel sorry for you guys that you had to play it, but I feel it's fucking worse for myself that I had to hear that shit. Don't do that anymore. Please. Thank you. I'm from Detroit. Bye. All right. Sorry, sir. That chick's voice was great. (laughs) Yeah, I know. She was the worst. Um, Beatrix? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, those people, their voices are so punchable. You wouldn't think that you'd want to punch a voice, but here we are. <laughs> 2022 voices are, 2023 voices yeah. are punchable. Whatever fucking year it is now. All right. Here's a suggestion for cringe of the week. Carl, tampon Tommy. Oh my fucking God. For cringe of the week, I know you listen to Uncle Rico. Their latest episode with Perry Cavallo, like, since Perry got on to like past 15 minutes in, at the 15 minute mark, they're talking about fucking Perry's ass with shit. What the fuck? This constant. What the fuck is Julie doing, dude? Go fucking get your friend, dude. Go get your friend. That's fucking weird. On all of them, they're like, yeah, maybe I'm Bob and maybe you should freeze it. What up, that? What the fuck? Fuck this. All right. Good point. Uh, mm-hmm. Cringe of the Week is not normally a 40-minute clip, but uh, thanks for the <laughs> suggestion. <laughs> All right. Here's someone now, with... for Cringe of the Week, I'm going to take a half hour, take a lunch break. <laughs> yeah, <and> right. <laughs> cringe of the Week, you got to hear this whole episode of Joe Rogan. Yeah. This is crazy. <laughs> cringe amongst yourselves. All right. <laughs> this is the last voicemail. A lot of questions coming in to us. I talk. Tell me, Carl, how do you feel about the fact you tell people to hate Chad Zumach and then they do. Does that make up for years of disappointment in high school? Does it send a little bit of blood to your genitals? Now that you've broken stuttering, John, do you feel better about yourself? What is it like to have, to forgive your wife and her illicit lovers for the constant cuckolding? How has your life changed in a general kind of way since you started a successful podcast? Please be as comprehensive and exhaustive in your answer as possible. A lot of those questions were leading. Yeah, they were. You know, they were kind of planting some seeds in there. That... Did you write those down, Chris? No. <laughs> I didn't see Chris writing that time. <laughs> I don't want to He'll be part of the this. transcript later. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> I want answers. 
Cardiff. Yes. Thanks for joining us on the show, buddy. I appreciate anytime, it. Anytime. Cardiff loves reading reviews. Please keep those reviews mm-hmm. coming in. Yes. And Tab, great to see you. I'm sorry you can't be at... Uh, what is it called? Dabblecon. Yeah. yeah, I'm hoping uh I'm hoping to uh be there for the Dick Show crossover though in Philly in the twenty second of April. So. April twenty second, we will be in Philadelphia. More information will be coming for that, but that is going to be amazing. A whole I should other say, thing. I yeah. should say, Carl, I should let everyone know I there is no chance I will be in Philadelphia in April. So Stutch on Con in Rochester in February will be your last chance to see me this year. That's the place to be. 100%. WTPlive.com. Agreed. All right. If you want to use a bathroom. Okay, folks. Guess what? The the episode's over. (laughs) That was a great episode. That was really great. Go fuck yourselves. Have a good week. (laughs)